93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. And today is Thursday, January 14th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, President Donald Trump was impeached by the U.S. House for a historic second time Wednesday, charged with indictment of insurrection over the deadly mob siege at the Capitol in a swift and stunning collapse of his final days in office. With the Capitol secured by armed National Guard troops inside and out, the House voted 232 to 197 to impeach Trump. The proceedings moved at lightning speed with lawmakers voting just one week after violent pro-Trump loyalists stormed the U.S. Capitol, egged on the president's calls uh, egged on by the president's calls for them to fight like hell against the election results. Every Democrat, every Democrat voted to impeach, uh, and 10 Republicans joined in voting yes. During the debate before the vote, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi asked Republicans and Democrats to search their souls. Trump is the first American president to be impeached twice. The impeachment proceedings came one week after a violent pro-Trump mob breached the Capitol, sending lawmakers into hiding and revealing the fragil- uh, fragility of the nation's hi- history of peaceful transfers of power. Five people died. Trump has taken no responsibility for the riot. A man was shot and killed while walking his dog on Wednesday night in Philadelphia's Brewery Town neighborhood. It happened just before 7 o'clock near 31st and Jefferson Streets. According to Chief Inspector Scott Small, the 25-year-old man was walking his small dog when he was approached by two suspects. One stood in front of him and then one stood behind him. Uh, they reached into his pockets and then one shy, uh, fired one shot, Small said. Uh, the victim was shot in the chest. He was rushed to an area hospital where he later died. Small says the victim, uh, who lives one block from the crime scene, was found lying on the sidewalk with his dog by his side. Mm-hmm. Uh, the suspects were able to get away. Anyone with information is asked to call police at 215-686-TIPS. Uh, the victim has not been identified, but police say uh, that he was a recent graduate from Temple University. This is the 15th murder in 2021. Another night, another unclaimed giant lottery jackpot. Wednesday night's Powerball jackpot was worth at least $550 million, and it grew to an estimated $640 million without a winner heading into uh, the next drawing on Saturday. Numbers for Wednesday night's Powerball drawing were 4, 19, 23, 25, and 49, and then the Powerball was 14. The power- I, well, yeah. I downloaded the app and forgot to play. So, no. yeah. <laughs> you know Good. What? Yeah, it's good. good. It actually works out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I looked at that app uh, that somebody suggested yesterday, and it has terrible reviews. Oh, really? Yeah. So I didn't download it. I was but like, they, I'm they not going to keep gonna... half the money if you win. Uh, no, but like a lot of money issues because you have to put money in there in order to like buy oh. buy a ticket and stuff like that. So yeah, some people were. So should, I'll call my bookie. Yeah, call your bookie right. said. The Powerball prize drawing was only a day after no one won the $625 million Mega Millions jackpot, causing that prize to grow to $750 million ahead of the next drawing on Friday night. The Mega Millions prize is now the fifth largest in U.S. history. It's the only uh, it's only the second time both the National Lottery games have topped $500 million. The prizes have grown so massive because it's been months since anyone matched all six numbers and won either jackpot. The odds of winning are incredibly small at one in $292.2 million for the Powerball. Powerball and one in 302.5 million for Mega Millions. The jackpots listed by the lotteries are for winners who opt to be paid through the annuity over 30 years. Nearly all winners take the cash option, which is less. Mega Millions and Powerball is played in all 45 states as well as Washington, D.C. and the U.S. Virgin Islands. Powerball is also offered in Puerto Rico. Kathy, I saw on the news last night that uh, the odds of winning both of them is <laughs> one in 84 quadrillion. Oh, my God. Uh, it's a number I don't think I've ever seen before. But so you uh, tell me there's a chance. There's a chance. Yeah. Yeah. I never. <laughs> even thought of that. I mean, I played both, yeah. and I'm gonna play both. And 
Well, that never right. even crossed it's my possible, mind. Preston. <laughs> if someone were to win both, would you perhaps think something was rigged? Yeah. Oh, totally right. You'd yeah. be like, what? Would you possibly question how these things are executed if someone won both? That's okay. Now I just have something else to fantasize about rather than right. just one lottery. I'm both get of them? them both. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to Two match. lotteries at the same time. Like, I don't know. Whatever wins you like a million bucks. I'd be good with that. I yeah, I bet I need right 750. That. I just want the one million. That's all the numbers. Without the Powerball, right? I, is that I what believe? it is? I don't yeah, know. Something I like that. Well, you, come on, man. What you do is you win one to pay the taxes on the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. right. Mm-hmm. Do you get anything if you get the Powerball number? Yeah, yeah it's like two bucks. Oh, yeah, that's you do it? get, you get your money back. Listen, oh. that's two bucks you didn't have. <laughs> yeah, that's true, yeah. yeah. All right, in sports this morning. <laughs> The Flyers opened their season with a 6-3 win over the Pittsburgh Penguins last night in South Philly. Nolan Patrick scored a goal in the first period of his first NHL game in 652 days. The number two pick of the 2017 draft missed all of last season as he dealt with a debilitating migraine disorder and hadn't played since April of 2019. The Flyers won thanks to three straight third-period goals and goals from six different players. The two teams play each other again tomorrow night with another game in South Philly. The puck will drop at 7 o'clock. After beating them in overtime on Tuesday, the Sixers play the Miami Heat again tonight in South Philly as the two teams finish a back end of a a two-game set. Several Sixers were listed as probable for the game, a significant upgrade from recent games. Matisse Theibel, Shake Milton, Tobias Harris, and Terrence Ferguson were all designated as probable after missing Tuesday's game due to the NBA's COVID-19 protocols. Despite their injuries, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons are also listed as probable. Tip-off is scheduled for 7 o'clock. And James Harden is heading to uh, to Brooklyn, joining old teammates Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving to give the Nets a potent trio of some of NBA's highest scores. The Nets agreed to acquire the three-time scoring champion from the Houston Rockets. Harden is the centerpiece of a four-team deal that also involves Indiana and Cleveland. The trade has not officially been completed, but the Nets sent, uh, sent Houston a package that includes multiple players and draft picks. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thanks, Kath. Uh, Thursday, and uh, we're on board for some more goodies today. We are just talking about the lottery. Well, we've got... Uh, a a significantly easier opportunity for you to win this morning with no sad dough. It's $500, and it's not going to be one in quadrillion for you. No. It's going to be... Much better odds. I'm not sure what the odds are. I think our listening audience is... 200 quadrillion? Maybe it's 200 quadrillion, but we'll narrow it down and we'll make it uh, work for you today. No sad dough. We have that at 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. to get the day started here on MMR. Some other things that are going on. Uh, Guest-wise, we have uh, the lovely Mena Suvari. Yeah. On. Yep, you remember her from the American Pie movies and a few other things. <laughs> I was doing a check of her of her uh, movie credits, Preston. American jumps up in yeah. Yeah. even Beauty. non-American Pie, yeah, other movies, too. Yeah. There's like three or four other American movies that she's been in. Yep, so we'll talk to her. She is promoting Don't Tell a Soul, Yeah, the American Film, film about American people in an American well. Uh, so we'll talk to her. That's coming up at 9 o'clock. Before that, our good friend, Mr. Uh, Jose Garces, will be joining us because there is a new uh, brand that's dedicated to personalized, first-hand experiences. And we'll get all the details nice. from him. And he's a very charitable guy, very nice guy. So, And obviously one of the top-notch chefs you're going to find in the country. 
And we have an announcement about something we're going to be doing to helping out small businesses. Just a little thing that we here on the President Steve Show and WMMR can do. So we will get to that shortly before we talk to Chef Garces in the 8 o'clock hour. Uh, besides that, we got other things to give away and stuff to talk about. So we'll take a break, come back, dive into the entertainment report and the stupid question, and we'll work through this Thursday morning. Next thing you know, it's going to be no sad bro. It's true. Friday, yeah. tomorrow. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, let's give some away. Let's do the stupid question. We are going to give away, for the correct answer, a $50 Carabas Italian Grill gift card. What did that guy say yesterday? Give me Italian or something like yeah, that? Yeah, give me, yeah. I forgot what it was. And I, I know that feeling. Uh, Carabas is really good. All right, so we're going to set you up if you can answer this question. Uh, to which country are Venus flytraps native? Huh. Two one five two six three WMMR the the actual plant. The I want to get one of them. I really? Do? Yeah, I've been looking for one because uh, Jace became interested in it, and uh, we saw one like move actually. You know, actually close up uh, yeah. when we were at the store, and I didn't purchase it, and then they were gone, and now I can't find them. You know, there there are even more vicious, <laughs> um, you know, animal eating plants out there. You get want to get a few of those for the house just to spruce things up. Wait, hold on. This is the little one, right? Yeah, yeah. little yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. had I've had a couple of them. Uh, they didn't last. Long. Hard to maintain. Oh, really? They really uh, are. They're like they, uh, orchids, yeah. Kathy. They they require a lot of attention. They have to grow in poor soil. It's a it's a real delicate balance. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so let's see if you know the answer to that. What country are they native in? Two one five two six three WMMR. Today's the fourteenth of January. Going through some birthdays. Caleb Followell. Uh, the lead singer of the band Kings of Leon. They've been teasing some new music as of late. I listened to the two songs that they released. I wasn't wowed by them. They're not bad songs. They're just not songs that go, oh, yeah, man, Is they're it back. safe to say that Kings of Leon, those, they, uh, they stay in their lane? They do. Yeah. Here's the thing about Kings of Leon. This song. They're not really kings. No, they're, yeah. well, yes, they are. They're, they're kings of Leon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess Leon is the grandfather, and they're all like, uh, whatever. Uh, this song. Use somebody. They have some really good songs, but I think their albums in general are very uneven. Okay. Oh, okay. Interesting. I, I haven't gone through and, and spent time with whole albums. I've just been the listening to the releases, and that's and pretty the releases much are it. solid. Yeah. Uh, but Caleb celebrates his 39th birthday today. It's also uh, Faye Dunaway's 80th birthday no today. <laughs> yes. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> You know that. Wow. So that's one of the great over-the-top scenery-eating performances. Mommy Dear is her playing Joan Crawford. I love that movie. Yeah, Every time yeah. it's on, I watch it. But you forget Bonnie and Clyde yeah. Network. Uh, the, the incredible, great performances that she's been in the Thomas, the original Thomas Crown Affair, Chinatown. Yeah, incredible actress. Yeah, yeah she's great. <laughs> but yeah, that uh, listen. She was getting the point across in yeah. Mommy Dearest about abuse and, and uh, you know, that obvious the mental illness it, uh, sure. that she had suffered from and everything. It was just, and I, wow, over the top, man. I, I, I'm waiting for the definitive movie about the making of that movie, the documentary. that you know, be Because cool. I'd be curious what kind of direction she was getting. Yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> uh, Faye Dunaway is 80 today. Uh, Carl Weathers. Oh, oh man. Yeah. One of our all-time favorite guests. He was just the best. Uh, he's He was everything you wanted him to be. Be just a 
strikingly good-looking, healthy, awesome dude, and a nice guy. One of my Great favorites. Great stories. You know what? Also, he is on The Mandalorian. Yeah. He is great. He's he directed really one of the episodes. Uh, and I think, actually, he's spinning off into one of the um, Mandalorian uh, sequel series, Nick. I don't remember. I think you're right, Steve. I don't remember which one. He's the also... The one with Gina Carano. Um, okay. There, yeah, where there, yeah there's, a, there's a couple. Yeah, um, there's a few that are coming. But he also plays himself on Arrested Development, which I've recently rewatched. Oh, and, really? Uh, yeah, and he always goes for roles where... They, it's kind of like me. He goes for roles where they offer up free food and has to make sure that the catering's really good on set because <laughs> all he really wants out of the contract is to make sure he gets a good sandwich every uh, appearance. Steve, you know the movie Action Jackson was not a very <laughs> oh, yeah. good movie, but but I there's just... the, the introduction scene of him. There's <laughs> I forgot. He's he's a cop. He's, yeah. some, some, he's uh, a loose cannon person. Well, this... this uh, Perp is in the is in the uh, the station and he's going crazy and all of a sudden he comes in and he lands on Action Jackson's desk and right. like spills his coffee or something right, like yeah. that and they just show this really imposing shot <laughs> of Carl Weathers he's like he's going to kill him yeah. he's going to kill him uh, you forget how in listen he was he was in great shape and he was in here and just a couple of years ago yeah I mean him facing off against Stallone if, <laughs> if I mean he was just a a tank yeah. Yeah, and of course, who can't forget? Who can forget this? Damn alligator bit my hand! <laughs> oh my god! Uh, Carl Weathers is seventy-three. It's also Dave Grohl's birthday today. Whoa. I bet Dave loves the fact that he shares a birthday with Carl Weathers. <laughs> who wouldn't? Uh, Dave uh, turns fifty-two years old today, and what can he say? He's 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 doing great. Yeah, he's he's, he's, a, he's a huge ambassador for rock music for, for music in general. Too. You said it, ambassador for rock. Yeah, he's getting um, it out there, and that is. Uh, I guess Connor Moose, uh, our production assistant, that is his favorite. Is that your favorite Team musician? Number one? Yeah. Okay, because yeah. you are wearing a Foo Fighters shirt today. I wasn't sure if that was just, did you know it was Dave's birthday? He did. So there you go. Good call. He's 52 today. So is Jason Bateman. Oh. Uh, Jason Bateman never would have seen him, uh, his star rising the way that it did when he was like a teenager. You Jason know? Bateman had auditioned for the role of Apollo Creed. Wow. wow. Yeah. He well, was uh, a lot eleven. Might yeah. be able to get it now. Yeah, you know, but uh, he's awesome. I mean, he he can do comedy and drama to a T. Uh, he's fifty two today. It's also LL Cool J's fifty second birthday today. Oh. Three really cool people turning fifty two: Dave Grohl, Jason Bateman, and LL Cool J. Casey Late- and I interviewed him once. We uh, did, yeah, in um, uh, New York. We went up for that Amsterdam festival, and he was wearing mm. a really expensive watch. Mm, I don't remember that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it made quite an impact on you. Uh, kind of set your life off in a different direction. Casey, yeah. he, no. he rubs elbows with a lot of rich people. No, that was Matt Cord. That was oh, Matt Cord. Ah, that's okay. my bad. You interviewed Matt Cord? No, no, Matt oh. Cord and I interviewed him. Oh. <laughs> my bad. Sorry. <laughs> Hello, Cool J52 today. Uh, it is also Zach Wilde's birthday. He's been here before. Zach Wilde, uh, guitarist for Ozzy Osbourne and the Black Label Society. Big belt buckles. Uh, he is a he's a large, imposing yeah. individual. He's he's a scary dude. You know what he's into though? But he's a really nice guy. Succulents. He's into succulents. Yeah, completely. I yeah. There's a soft side to him, like this song that we're playing right here. Yeah, I don't know Black Label Society, so maybe this is heavier. Uh, how about uh, Bark at the Moon from, okay. uh, uh, I think that was him on guitar. I'm pretty sure that was him on guitar. All right, uh, let me turn this one song, off. Let me Bark at the Moon. <laughs> Big dog's running. Big dog's out. If he wasn't the one on this recording, uh, he definitely played it live for many, many years. But uh, great guitarist and a pretty wild dude. He is uh, 54 years old today. Zach Wild. 
Uh, Jeff Tate has also been here before, lead singer of Queensryche. You disappointed us. I didn't really like Jeff Tate very Neither much. Neither did I. Which is kind of par for the course. He's known to be a difficult person. Yeah, we, we part of the deal of getting him in here is he was going to perform this. Yeah, they yes. were going to play it. It was acoustically no problem. Silent Lucidity. I asked him if he would play it, and he just goes, no. <laughs> oh, okay. He was supposed right. to. That was the problem. Yeah. yeah, that was the thing. So they played some songs we didn't know about. Uh, and now we talk about how we don't like yeah. him. Yeah, well, he's, <laughs> no. he, he's, he's got a reputation. He deserves so. it. He's 62. Uh, and then the last birthday I saw is actor Kevin Durand, uh, who's Great. been in a bunch of stuff. Uh, he, had, he had a moment in uh, the X-Men movies as the blob in uh, Wolverine, or the Origins Wolverine. He deserves another shot at it. He does. Uh, he was uh, great in the movie Real Steel, which is actually a... Uh, Movie idea? No, he, and he's good. Yeah. He, I think he must have started. He's a big dude. I think he probably started as a stuntman or something. Did he show he's up? like six five. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Just muscular as hell. Did he show up in Lost? Yeah. Okay. Yes, he's he like did. Kimi, right? He was a badass. He was on the freighter ship, and right. uh, yeah, yeah, he was a tough guy. So he's forty seven today. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the super question. What country are uh, Venus flytraps native to? Two one five two six three WMMR's number. I'm going to go to. Rich, hey Rich, good morning. Good morning. All right, Rich, yeah. where will you find Venus flytraps? In the United States. You're right. Whoa! I did not know that until I saw that information this morning. I thought Ooh. they were some exotic Ooh. from some exotic locale, yeah. but they are native to the east coast of the United States. So there you go. All right, uh, Rich, we are going to set you up with fifty dollars Carabas. Italian Grill gift card, eating lighter. Carabas Italian Grill has you covered. You can enjoy main courses under 500 calories, like the Tuscan Grill pork chop for those counting calories this time of year. You can visit Carabas.com uh, to view the lighter menu today. Um, announcements about the inauguration of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris on January 20th have come in, and uh, Tom Hanks is set to host the event in a primetime special dubbed Celebrating America. The show will air on multiple networks, including ABC, NBC, CBS, MSNBC, CNN, along with Amazon Prime, and it will kick off at 8.30. So that will be on January 20th. So it's a, it's a virtual, obviously? Yeah, yeah so, stuff, so yeah. Justin Timberlake, Demi Lovato, um, John Bon Jovi will perform. Uh, it's called, uh, let's see, American Heroes during a year of turmoil will be the focus of the program, which aims to showcase the American people's resilience, heroism, and unified commitment to coming together as a nation to heal and rebuild. Frontline workers, healthcare workers, uh, teachers, and other heroic citizens giving back to their communities will be honored during the program. This comes in a, in place of a classic inauguration ball, which they usually right, do. Right. So they're going to do this instead. So, yes, yeah, Steve, it's going to be you know smaller and, and uh, mainly uh, film segments, I assume. Um, other projects rolling out as part of American that's a, United. That's a speech. Include uh, United We Serve, National Day of Service on January 18th, which is Martin Luther King Jr. Day, Nationwide COVID-19 Memorial, dedicated to the lives lost on January 19th, and the official uh, inaugural ceremonies and parade across America on January 20th. This was one of the strangest celebrity stories, definitely the strangest one of this week, but but I've seen in a while. Rebel Wilson said that she was kidnapped at gunpoint while on vacation in Africa. I did see this. Mm-hmm. In the Sky One series Straight Talking, set to air today uh, and described in a Daily Mail article, she said, we were on this cattle truck and these men came on another truck with a lot of guns. They pulled up beside us with these big guns and they were like, yep, you've got to get off your truck. Jeez. 
They sat us down, and I said, everybody link arms, because I was petrified in the night that they might want to take one of the girls or something. Uh, and they were held captive overnight. Yeah. It was like, like just for a few minutes. When? Um, you know what, Case? I don't know the time frame on this. So th- this, all, all the story's going to come out today. Wow. Uh, so we'll find out more about this. Uh, she said they were not harmed. They were allowed to leave. She said we didn't ask any questions. We just got back on that truck and got out of there and crossed the South African border a few hours later. I think maybe those guys uh, maybe used to smuggle illegal things in the bottom of the truck, but that's all that I know about it. So, well, remember how those things played? Remember those schoolgirls that were captured and it made a big thing? There were memes all over the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never heard. They were never returned. Right. I mean, these people go missing all of the time. Yeah. Uh, so she was uh, in on that. You know, and I have another quick thing about her. She is going to host. A U.S. version of the U.K. and Australian dog grooming format, Pooch Perfect, for ABC. Pooch Perfect? She was in Pitch Perfect. Oh, I get Ah. it. I get it. I I give dog groomers so much credit because I have tried to do it myself, and it (laughs) it sucks. Oh, my God. It (laughs) is so difficult. If you if you have a dog where you're just simply trimming, you know, or doing whatever, you can do give a bath, but anything more than just the absolute basics, mm-hmm. leave it to a professional. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh Wilson hosts the Australian version as well. Uh, the 8 episode series will showcase 10 dog groomers competing in a series of theme challenges. A premiere date will be announced soon, but uh it will debut this spring. Jeopardy has announced its next lineup of guest hosts who will help the show go following the death of Alex Trebek, obviously. Mike Richards, executive producer, revealed on Wednesday a couple of things we already knew. Uh, Katie Couric and Aaron Rodgers yep. will be on board, but uh, Bill Whitaker and Mayim Bialik uh, are each going to have their turn at hosting this season with additional guest hosts to be announced at a later date. Mayim Bialik's actually really smart. She's uh, So I think she might be able to pull that off. A press release states that as part of each of their appearances, a donation will be made to a charity huh. of their choice. So That's Ken, nice. Ken Jennings is doing his uh, week this week, and he's doing a great job. He really is, man. I'm I hope they revisit that. And, and I... I hope he gets it. Now, so I, do I. I haven't seen anybody else do it, but I think he certainly deserves it. Well, we still have to see John Madden do it, and, 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 <laughs> yeah. um, and then we'll see. I mean, that, to me, that's that's that, that. If there is one imminent threat to yeah. Ken Jennings, it's it, Madden is such a Jeopardy fan. Yeah. Yep. Boom. Yeah. All right. So I have a nice story All right. about oh, yeah? the Kardashians. Oh. This is okay. actually this is this is really this is a nice oh, one. Okay. All well, right. let's, uh... So they are showing some gratitude for the folks behind the scenes of their reality show, gifting, keeping up with the Kardashians crew, uh, classic timepieces. So they finished shooting the final episode last Friday, and they surprised the crew of about 30 people with Rolex watches. Wow. Now, were they ones they bought off a street vendor, or is it actually from Rolex? No, they're around $10,000 per watch. Oh, wow. That's uh, that's pretty nice. That's pretty damn nice. Uh, They, uh, the Kardashians and production team, thanked everyone with speeches and sent well wishes after the show wrapped. Crew members also shared stories of their favorite memories, several of them saying that they had stayed on the show for so many years because it was uh, fun working with the family. Are any going to port over to the new Hulu show? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Sources say the Kardashians then busted out the Rollies, uh, which, as you can imagine, drew a lot more tears, excitement, and thanks. Uh, the as entire, you can imagine. Uh, the word was the entire cost was around $300,000. Wow. And so that's about yeah. ten grand per watch. It's still, it's listen, like they're, 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 it is I nothing, know, but it, it is, yeah, awesome it is something, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, very nice. I just yeah. mean that, like, good for them that they can do that and it's, buy that What you're saying everyone. is it's yeah. disingenuous. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> well, a drop in the bucket money-wise for them, but that's... 
That, if my, I, if nice. I were the person who was just, you know, uh, rigging up lights and stuff like that, and, and I got a, a Rolex, I'd be pretty happy about Exactly. That. My guess is the watches are probably engraved, right, with some sort of I don't know. I would hope yeah, so. Right? Yeah. Wouldn't that make it the thing? Yeah. Or not, so you could resell it yeah. and just take the 10 grand if you don't want well, the watch. It might be worth more if it had the, the Kardashian oh, thing. That's a good point. That's well a good big. point. Yeah. Give me something that means something to me so I can sell it. <laughs> Uh, despite the pandemic, Mary-Kate Olsen and Olivier Sarkozy, who is the former French president, Nicolas Sarkozy's brother, uh, managed to sort out their split. Olsen struggled to get the video working for the Zoom hearing and apologized to the judge, Lori Sattler, for showing up 10 minutes late. Sarkozy's lawyer, Michael Mosberg, she had a problem getting the Zoom set up. Oh, so, that was why. Okay. Yeah. Uh, confirmed that eight months after the split, an agreement has been reached. There's nothing on here. <laughs> That's uh, her trying to get the Zoom call. <laughs> Where's that f- sound coming from? Uh, Mosberg said to the judge, so, what the f- so we have reached a final agreement, and we appreciate the time and latitude that you've given us. It's been incremental, but we continue to make forward progress. We, as of this morning, reached a final agreement. We just need to revise that agreement, get it executed, and get it to you, which we'll have by the end of the week. But the deal is now done. They're so, so who, creepy together. So creepy. I'm glad they're uh, separating. Uh, she yeah. looks like a wet sock, doesn't she? And she looks like, he looks he like looks, her granddad. He looks like her grandfather. So who's be, who's benefiting or who's being protected? Her? Uh, You know what? I don't know. She's uh, worth Kat. vastly more I would assume her. It's right. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. Yeah. So the Full House alums lawyer, Nancy uh, Kemtob, uh, noted, we've been working very hard and we appreciate the court's time and adjournments and we do have a settlement and we'll be able to get that signed and executed, as Mr. Mossberg said, by next week. Um, Olson had filed April 17, 2020, but the pandemic put a pause on court hearings. She filed for an emergency order arguing that he'd kicked her out of their New York City apartment in the middle of a mass contagion. Uh, she reportedly moved into a $325,000 Hamptons rental over the summer. $325,000 rental. rental. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> Sattler said, until I actually see the proof, I'm going to hold your feet to the fire a little bit. I do trust and your believe tiny little feet. Uh, that this is happening. However, I'm going to keep control of the case and make sure that it gets done and get them divorced. I don't know. Yeah, it, it always seemed creepy. I remember the first time that shot appeared of them at a basketball game where he was like glommed onto her mm-hmm. and it was just disgusting. Mm-hmm. I often forget. That Elizabeth is the other sister. Right. You know? We talked about Nick. I, I can't see, save for maybe around the nose, any I genetic. See it. Oh, really? No, I see it. I see it, it occasionally. Do you? Yeah. I, don't, I, I see the I eyes. I try to block it yeah. out. Even the wet sock picture in here uh, that we had earlier, I totally see Elizabeth. I in just that don't one. link them for some reason in my brain. And uh, just side note, I'm really excited for WandaVision. I have no yeah. idea what to expect. They're airing a lot of commercials, especially during Jeopardy, but it looks awesome. I just don't know what it's going to be. Hey, speaking of divorce, uh, Jason Sudeikis is holding out hopes. For his relationship with his ex-fiancee, Olivia Wilde, despite her I would too. publicity, moving on with Harry Styles. An insider tells us uh, Jason's had no option but to step back and let Olivia do her thing, but he has his fingers crossed that this is just a phase, and Olivia will snap out of it. Preston, but- you can speak from personal experience. When Rochelle left you for a while for Joey Fatone, <laughs> Didn't that, do you remember how that felt? Well, I was hurt initially. But, but you worked it. You I got her back. Hope. Yeah. I held out hope. Uh, so that she's, or he's hoping that uh, Harry will get bored and move on uh, before too long. He's desperate to win Wild back so that they can repair their family. Yeah, I tried to do that before to win Wild back. No, no, just that, all right, Matt. Well, if I don't get involved and I don't like be super possessive or anything like that, just let her do her thing. 
Well, guess what? She did her thing uh, with a lot of different people and then never made her way back to me. You know what? Honestly, the better advice would be OJ's advice. Yeah. Let's let her go. Uh-huh. And if it doesn't come back to you, follow it back to its house and murder it. Yeah. Uh, no, it's it's hard when you when you have a breakup or someone leaves you and you you, you do not want it to end. and You mm-hmm. desperately want it to you by pursuing you're you're pushing away. And by holding back, you're fading away. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, and so you got to pick one. You, you got to pick one. What are you going to do? Yeah. And unfortunately, you don't know until you try it. And, and some sage advice after living that. What am I? I'm coming up on 91 years old. I have to say this is that um, what's going to be is what's going to be. Right. And, and you can, you know. Caserasra. Caserasra. <laughs> well, so, and so that's the thing. I could have tried to force my way back you, into the you relationship. Think you think it would have ended up the same. Right. You think I'm going to be the difference. I'm going to be the anomaly. Yeah. I'm going to be and it rarely does. Yeah. Was this the uh, the 6th grade girlfriend case? No, this no. is my uh college oh, okay. college girlfriend. cafeteria lady. Yeah. <laughs> um so I have a follow up on the army hammy uh, army hammer discussion we had yesterday. Which is a stupid name. Uh so he had um uh, direct messaged a person who is remaining anonymous and there was some pretty kinky stuff and by kinky like almost crossing the line into threatening. Um, and he's, uh, you know, some of this stuff revealed that allegedly he's into strangling and, and, uh, you know, maybe even, uh, cannibalism. And vivisection, and, too. Yeah, so, or at least he fantasizes right. about these things. So, he is, excuse me, exiting Shotgun Wedding, uh, which I guess is a, a film with, uh, Jennifer Lopez amidst this uproar. His part will be recast in a statement sent to Deadline. He said, in light of the vicious... In spurious online attacks against me, I cannot in good conscience now leave my children for four months to shoot a film in the Dominican Republic. Huh. Lionsgate is supporting me in this, and I'm grateful to them for that. So he is bailing on you that. You know who's racing him on the movie? Oh. Shia LaBeouf. Which I know. No, <laughs> That'd be a bit much. Uh, let's see here. Betty White turns 99 on Sunday. It's amazing. Yeah. She tells uh, People Magazine how she stays so sunny. Uh, she tells people... I don't like the other side. Um, Mm -hmm. The positive side is a lot more fun. It is. She said, plus I'm blessed with good health. So turning 99 is no different than turning 98. Mm -hmm. Uh, The key to long and happy life to her in the end, she said, is a sense of humor. Don't take yourself too seriously. Is she going to climb El Capitan as she said she would? (laughs) I think so. She said, you can lie to others. Not that I would, but you cannot lie to yourself. Man, so I mean that's stage advice. That's the run. She's mobile. Oh, yeah, she's lucid. Like my dad's in his nineties. My dad is sharp, and that's you don't want to end up, you know, for the last ten or fifteen years of your life in a piece of Tupperware. You know, you want to be vital and I want to. I want to be like uh, George H. W. Bush. I want to, you know, yes. skydive on my eightieth and ninetieth. You know, I want to be like Betty White. Like that. What a what a life to live. I mean, yeah. look at her. We have a picture of her. She's apparently good friends with Smokey the Bear. <laughs> Somebody in a Smokey the Bear costume. Um, unfortunately, a lot of times you just got to get lucky. Yeah. 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 So uh, hopefully. Or do lots of roids. Luck to all of us. Uh, this is sad news. And the scal was only in a couple of things, but I was unhappy to hear this. Jessica Campbell, yeah. she's a former actress, best known for her role as Tammy Metzler in a great movie called Election. She played the youngest she was the the young sister. She was great. And she passed away and unexpectedly last month, according to her family. Um, it was uh, December 29th in Portland. A uh, full autopsy has been conducted, but her family still is awaiting the results. Her cousin, Sarah, said uh, the day she died, Jessica worked a normal day seeing patients at her practice. She was a uh, 
naturopathic physician. And uh, she returned home to visit with her mother and aunt. Sarah says that Jessica went in the bathroom but never came out. And when her aunt went to check on her, she found her collapsed on the floor. Uh, The aunt tried to revive her but couldn't, and neither could EMTs when they arrived. Family says Jessica had been complaining of congestion and felt like she was getting a cold, but they don't think it was COVID. Uh, The autopsy results are expected soon. Um, She was not only in election, but she was also on Freaks and Geeks. And uh, she starred in The Safety of Objects and Junk before leaving acting behind. So she didn't do too much in no. her career. Uh, Reese Witherspoon, I think, issued some sort of statement or something. I mean, they were they apparently struck up a good friendship. Uh, a GoFundMe page has been uh, created to help with expenses and to provide for Jessica's 10-year-old son. If yes. you've never seen Election, no. you, you got to see it. I, a love, you, you've probably heard it mentioned, mm-hmm. but it, it's a very satirical, sharp Parody of the world of politics yep. um, through a high school election. Yes, and there's some really funny moments in it, yeah. too. Uh, David Hasselhoff, Knight Rider, auctioning off his automotive co-star from the cult classic Whoa. 1980s television show. Live Auctioneers is running an auction of the Hoff's personal memorabilia collection, including his kit Pontiac Firebird Trans Am. So, quick question. It's my understanding that this is a mod he received after he left the series. The story that I was reading said they weren't sure if it was the actual car or just a prop made after. But it is Hasselhoff's own version of it, mm-hmm. which adds credibility. They, they did the dash up inside Preston, so it, it mimics the kit technology you see in the TV show. The car is located in the United Kingdom, and Hasselhoff will personally deliver it to its new owner, uh, but that owner will also have to pay delivery cost. So you know what happens in uh, if you, uh, the um, Collector's Corner, the uh, mm-hmm. series that's on MeTV. Yeah. I've learned that it doesn't necessarily need to be the original. If someone does a loving rep- replica of it and then like gets the celebrities or people associated with the show to sign it, that's what's a big thing to trade now or, or to collect. Okay. On the show, Kit featured an array of gadgets, including a bulletproof outer shell, flamethrower, jet propulsion, and an artificial intelligence control system that would sass Hasselhoff's Michael Knight. Uh, so the Hoff is getting rid of that. They are supposedly moving ahead with plans for a major theatrical release Knight Rider movie. Yeah, and it's through the Furious, uh, yeah, Fast and Furious, Furious people, yeah. uh, crew. So they they could do it right. They could, they could make turn it into what it should be. He was not happy with the Baywatch movie. Uh, oh, really? A lot of people I never, I didn't with... see it. I it, didn't care. There were a couple of funny moments. There were a couple of funny moments. Not enough. Yeah. They either should have gone uh, full comedy, full Starsky and Hutch. Right. Which would have been the way to go. And then, That's but they tried to, to actually do. work in sort of action adventure, and it wasn't. No there. kidding. Wow. Um, I think this could, this could be cool. John McCain will be the subject of a forthcoming biopic about his life and career. Talk about a lot of... Uh, Material well, you could just that. you could do just five years of his life when he was in the Hanoi Hilton, and yeah. that would be enough. Uh, based on the biography written by his advisor and friend Mark Sa- uh, Salter, uh, the luckiest man, which is what it's called, Salter is also co-writing the script with Craig Turk, his widow Cindy. Will be executive Cindy? producing. Yeah, Cindy. Cindy. No, not Bobby. <laughs> yeah. no, not Bobby. It was uh, it was Cindy. Cindy. That's correct. Right, you boy. Uh, Joan Baez and Garth Brooks have been named among the 2020 Kennedy Center Honor recipients of uh, the organization announced on Wednesday. Uh, and they're doing it now because of COVID, obviously. They yes. uh, postponed it till now. Uh, multidisciplinary artist, actress Debbie Allen, violinist uh, Midori, 
And actor Dick Van Dyke wow. also received nice. the award for Lifetime Achievement. I thought he was... No, no, bad. he's, he's doing great. Yeah, What's Jerry, that? Jerry passed. Jerry Van Dyke? Okay. Um, you know what's funny about... The, and, and I forgot what source I got this story from. What? But look how they edited Dick Stop Van Dyke's no. name. They they didn't spell me? out Dick and Dyke. Oh, my God. Whatever software they must have been yeah, using or something just... like that to watch out for profanity so they didn't accidentally. So, wait. So, what is it? What did it, they do? They, they it, put it... It, it bleeped out Dick and Dyke oh. uh, in Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> they put little asterisks. Richard Van Dyke. D and then three asterisks and then Van D, three asterisks. Oh, my so, God. I guess... How come Dyke game. stayed in there, though? That's a pejorative. It didn't. It didn't. Oh, it got rid of that as well? Yeah, it did. But, but that's not the same. Wait, no, what, is, I, what is I, a dyke, though? I mean, it, not not in that in, term. in the pejorative term, you know what it is. A dyke is is, is a is a, like is a it like levy. a dam? Yeah. A levy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like a levy. That's yeah. Uh, so uh, I think that <laughs> to avoid <laughs> accidentally posting something online sure. that might be deemed... Right. Um, uh, uh, offensive. This whoever wrote this was using that. They didn't go back through to see that Dick oh, Van funny. Dyke. Anyhow, uh, yeah, it's awesome that he's going to be getting an award. And you know what? You know who I was thinking of when I said I thought he had passed was Dick Van Patten. Oh yeah, uh, he's he's been dead he's for a long gone. time. And I'm like, wow, eight is enough. That's pretty well that they are. In uh, fact, they actually celebrated his death at the Kennedy no, Center. No, they did. They did. They did. What a big departure. Thank God, he's fine. Aren't you guys glad he's dead? <sighs> Uh, Dick Van Dyke should have gotten this award many years ago. He is just outstanding. Uh, the event was postponed due to the pandemic. It will now be held in May. The Kennedy Center said that it will hold small in-person events and virtual tributes across its campus, which will include socially distanced audiences and performances, as well as speaking tributes for the honorees. I love the Kennedy Center honors. Yeah. Even if it's somebody I'm not even remotely aware of. Yeah. Uh, you get a nice history. It gives you an appreciation of them. Uh, they get the uh, the honor. They get the keys. They can use the pool now at the place. Wow. Uh, the Kennedy Center plans to host a string of virtual events. Here's your towel. Uh, for a week beginning on May 17th. And it's uh, considered... Uh, considering in-person events within that time, depending on COVID-19 protocols. Did you uh, know that each uh, Kennedy Center Honor winner and president also gets a small Bluetooth player? No. Speaker, it's awesome. That's pretty cool of them. Uh, the medallion ceremony for the honorees is expected to take place uh, with a limited audience during that same week. Um, mm. So that's pretty cool. Interesting. Uh, and then one last thing, since we're talking about honors, a, a Democrat in the Tennessee legislature introduced a bill on Tuesday to add a statue of Dolly Parton yes. to the state's Capitol grounds. Have they not done that yet? Yeah, I know. That, that that blows my mind. Yeah, State Representative John Mark Wendley's uh, legislation calls for the creation of a fund for the design, construction, and installation of the statue. It's going to be right outside the Fred Mertz Pavilion. Which would be added to the Nashville grounds in recognition of Parton's contributions to her home state. It will be... Financed uh, by gifts, grants, and other donations. God, yeah. Last year, thousands had signed a petition to replace statues of Confederate leaders in Tennessee with (laughs) statues of Dolly Parton. Uh, Alex Parsons, who started the petition, wrote, Aside from her beautiful music, which has touched the hearts and lives of millions of Americans, Dolly Parton's philanthropic heart has unquestionably change the world for the better. So this is an Alex Parsons project? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I guess so, yeah. yeah. Uh, so he, uh, the singer has uh, particularly been praised in recent months after it was revealed that she had helped fund... 
research from uh, for Moderna's coronavirus vaccine. This is the Alan Parsons project. Uh, Parton announced back in April that she was giving a million dollars to research at Vanderbilt University Medical Center, and her Dolly Parton COVID nineteen research fund was named as a supporter in the footnotes of a New England Journal of Medicine report. So we're looking at a Dolly um, monument here. Uh, it doesn't. It's not doesn't like, quite no. scream Dolly to me. I don't think this, this is, is the old one. Dolly. Yeah, this isn't the one that they're. That they're oh, that's do. okay. Uh, this that's pre-surgery. The genetically altered pig. Yeah, they they have no. They haven't even um, uh, built it yet. They're just. Uh, oh, is this the plan? No, no, this is a different one. This is okay. a statue like near Dollywood or something. This is an entirely different photo. So anyhow, uh, uh, throughout her like career, it. she's won the <laughs> National Medal of Arts. Uh, she was celebrated at the Kennedy Center Honors. Uh, former President Obama, Obama said last month that it was a screw-up that he failed to honor Parton with the Presidential Medal for Freedom. Uh, and she deserves one, he said. Yeah. So uh, they're going to be awarding her this, or this is just legislation that's been introduced. So we'll see if they end up passing this uh, for Tennessee. All right, we're ready for clips. Amazon's original show, The Expanse, returns with a brand new season to unravel a vast conspiracy that threatens the solar system's fragile state of Cold War. In this clip, Steve Strait talks about the cast turning into a family over the last six years of filming. We love working with each other. I've always said it felt feels more like a theater company than it does a television show. And uh, it's collaborative and warm, and um, we deeply care about what we're doing. Shut the f*** up, huh? The Expanse is now streaming on Prime Video. It's a good show. Here is the next clip. Season four, The Good Doctor tackles the coronavirus and how it affects doctors on the front line. In this clip, uh, Freddie Highmore talks about how people have fought to find moments of hope during the pandemic. Even in these dark times, I think we've all found and learned to try and find these little moments of, of celebration. And it's those small things in life now that perhaps previously we took for granted that we're able to latch onto and uh, and find joy in. And so the good doctors always will seek to mind those moments, even in troubled times. A uh, new episode of The Good Doctor airs Monday at 10 p.m. on ABC. Nick had pulled this up. I'm like, I, I tried to remember where I knew him from, and he was in Charlie. He was Charlie. Yeah. Charlie and the Chocolate. Yeah, August was. Rush as well. Oh, yeah, that's he's right. He's the guitar kid. from. Yeah. Yeah, he also plays uh, Dolly Parton in The Code of Many Colors. Wow. Yeah. He's, uh, he's incredibly talented. That's got a lot of talent. All right, and that's what we have in the entertainment report <clears throat> Excuse me, this morning. So we have cash to give away. You know that. We're doing it at 8 and 10, so hang in there. No sad dough. Yeah. Our buddy, uh, Chef Jose Garces, will be joining us along with a an announcement we have about uh, trying to do what we can, a little bit of um, assistance to uh, small and local businesses. Uh, and we're also going to have uh, Mena Suvari, actress Mena Suvari on the show, too. So we have a few things to get to. We'll take a quick break. Come back in just a moment, so make sure you stay with us in the drive-in. We'll be right back. WMMR, now available at radio.com while supplies last. We'll do a shout out uh, yes. real quick. This was, uh, I got the, I'm, I'm actually getting this one on the right day. How about that? Uh, wow. Says, I'd like to request a shout out for my husband, Tony, for his 45th birthday. It's on January 14th. He's an amazing husband and father to our two boys. Been listening to your show for years and pulled me in as a loyal listener as well. Good job, Tony. Uh, I hope that you can make this happen because it would certainly give him a smile as he listens to your show, not only during his hour and a half commute every day. Wow. 
uh, but also when he gets into the office, thank you in advance. And that is from Jackie uh, Carugno, I think is how you say her last name. So this is for Tony. Happy birthday to you, Tony. I love that. You know, that's a cool thing. That If you listen to the show, and we've, we go well after 10 o'clock often. Yeah. Uh, I know Pierre likes that as well. But uh, if you get to work and you can keep us on, that's great. Uh, there are things. That I have noticed Mm-mm. this, yeah, for real. I have no. I'm sorry, Casey was taking a big. He he supplies my music, he and he doesn't himself. know <laughs> when I'm doing these things. Sorry he was that. taking a a big gulp of a coffee when I said that I notice things. Casey, I'm gonna spit up coffee because the noticer's back in town. I now, this isn't the personal noticer that we had the other day. No, this is a noticer who's noticing for you. This is legit notice. Legit noticer, straight up, man. Should I put on my my mask? I like it. Well, you don't have it, do you? Yeah, you I do. I do. Right there. I do. But my glasses. Your glasses? Can't you can't see without your glasses. Can I put it over? I can't see without my glasses. I can put it. Let's see if I can put it over my glasses. There we go. He can't see without his glasses. How's that look? Put Great. His glasses. <laughs> put on his glasses. Yeah, that looks good. <laughs> that looks like. <laughs> All right. So anyhow, the noticer had a head injury. I think. That we've all noticed this thing, okay? I think that we've all noticed that in ancient depictions of art. Yes. Like especially. Or ancient art. Well, especially um, statues of the male figure that the penis size is depicted as very small. (laughs) Very small. You never see a well-hung statue. What is the story with that? Well, I have the answer to that. All right. They were nervous. They were scared. Even while assuming that most statues featured featured flaccidity, Uh why wouldn't classic sculptors have made their subjects more well-endowed? Silent flaccidity. As it turns out. A lot has changed over the last few thousand years, including how we think about penis size. Huh. Ellen Oredson of the blog How to Talk About Art History explains in one post that cultural values about male beauty were completely different back then. Today, big penises are seen as valuable and manly. But back then, most evidence points to the fact that small penises were considered <sighs> better than big ones. I miss my time. Casey, yeah. you're a man out of time. Uh, well, when I look at these sculptures, I'm like, oh, I'm bigger than that guy. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so Thank God I'm bigger than David. <laughs> photographer Ingrid uh, Berthen Moyne, who took close-up photos of the testicles of Greek statues as part of her 2013 series called Marbles. Sure. Uh, which I think is hilarious, yeah. by the way. So it's, <laughs> that's what it was about. Yeah. Uh, and so... She reiterated this sentiment in an interview about her photos with Hyperallergetic. She said, um, <clears throat> ancient Greece was a highly masculinist culture. Yeah. They favored small and taut genitals as opposed to big sex organs to show <laughs> male self-control in matters of sexuality. Bean is so small. <laughs> Uh, in his play, The Clouds, one of uh, Aristophanes' characters describes the ideal male form as having, listen to this, good chest, clear complexion, yeah. broad shoulders, a moderate tongue, sturdy buttocks, and small, genteel penis. Huh. Yes. Frederick M. Hodges, a scholar who writes about circumcision, noted in a medical history journal in 2001 that Greeks valued the longer over the shorter uh, prepuce, which is foreskin, yes, uh, in relation to the length of the entire unit, and the smaller over the large as a whole. 
Uh, One in, hole. Indeed, an elongated uh, foreskin was considered both attractive and more modest than an exposed unit. Ancient Greeks considered circumcision barbaric and associated it with slaves. Is there something to be said to the fact, like the original Olympics, the original sports competitions, They a lot of times they were naked, fully naked. Yep. Um, a mm-hmm. large wanger... Could have been a um, an issue, right? If you're if you're like wrestling or it just gives I, you a, yes, but I don't think it had to do with the depictions in art. Yeah, uh, so. I'm just saying why why it culturally at that time a small ween, if you will, uh, was considered a a more desirable attribute. Well, like I said, they 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 had said that it was considered right. um, uh, a a sense of control. Right. Uh, if you had a small... It's easier to control a small wang. It says an, ex- an excited unit, or one that is, uh, you know, shown to be rigid, uh, would have been considered, listen to this, dishonorable. Uh, yes. According to the research. And thus, in most art, the male genitals are featured unretracted uh, and neatly tapered. I always feel that I'm dishonoring my house when I get a boner. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so another scholar finds that while Greek men were shown to have properly dainty genitals in public, they often have rakishly protuberant phalluses in private, as seen in erotic art, especially on vases. Okay. That's very interesting. I've always wondered that, though. It is, it is, it, it is a common thing. You look at any art from that period, and it's... yeah. You know, it's uh, just out of the, uh, the the cold water city. So at that time, it was considered uh, to be a bit more uh, desirable to to uh, be shown as small and taut. And when did you genitals. say the age of the huge junk came in? Yeah, when did that happen? I don't know. <laughs> when, when, when did John Holt? <laughs> <laughs> the Roaring Eights? Seventies? Not really sure. <laughs> All right, anyhow, I thought it was an interesting look into the we world. We talked a whole lot about penises. Yeah, we did. And now we're going to move on to something else. Uh, you know what else I noticed? Most airplane seats are blue. You ever oh, notice that? When yeah. you get onto yeah. a plane, blue. most of the seats are a, a blue color. And there's a reason behind that. So carriers like Southwest, American Airlines, United Airlines, I've even been on British Airways, they all have blue seats. Huh. And uh, there's a good reason for why. Why? It is the most practical color. <clears throat> First, blue seats are among the easiest to keep clean. Is that right? Or at least the best way to give off the appearance of being clean. Yeah, that's blue- what I was going to say. Yeah. So clean without actually being clean. Any darker leather is right. going to look like it's going to look cleaner if you have because there is one airline. I think it's Frontier. White shag. No, it has a, a light gray, and like I always oh, look at those yeah. seats, and and they look worn, and you can kind of see like the little bit of dirt. <laughs> what airline had sort of an orangish um, for a while? Do well, you know- Southwest, Southwest has that in their yeah. their brand color, but I don't know that they're seats maybe part of it might have been orange right but, but the bulk of it is blue um so they uh, apparently blue smudges or blue allows smudges and stains to blend into the fabric in a way filthy uh that a white or darker seat would not now kathy when you get on a plane you steam clean your seats right i wipe them down i've been wiping yeah. them down for years does anybody have carpet in their house by any chance no. anywhere yeah got rid of it in your uh, upstairs like bedrooms and stuff like that yes 
And what we colors have, we are have, they? We have Berber in our uh, in our living room, which is a um, that's more of like a darker tan, smaller, it's very durable. tighter. Well, well, it's got a bunch of different colors in it, so you can literally <laughs> you could spill stuff on it and right. have no idea that you made a mess. That's yeah. why we chose it because when we bought when we built the house, our kids yeah. were were toddlers. So we wanted to do that, but because well, we're looking into uh, recarpeting the upstairs, and my wife wants to go with a lighter one. And I'm like, oh, you, you see all the. Well, they're older now, though. What? That's the, kids. the thing. When she brings that up, tell her that ancient art uh, depicted small penises. Distract her. Good idea. I, I honestly, idea. I think honestly, we had carpet for so many years. Uh, there was a carpet in my in in the bedroom in uh, in Maniunk. That we had that was just like this, Kathy. You talk about like this off gray. Or what it just it showed every bit of dirt all the time. <laughs> I despised it. It's so much so, Preston, that there were stains I could not remove that I would strategically place my shoes on. Right, right. <laughs> and I, like, but after, like it was just ridiculous. Carpet purchasing is a lot like you know, or at least my thought process is a lot like the thought process going into what color these airplane seats are because you know. It's, yeah. If you go too dark, you're going to see all the hair, all the fuzzies, and all that. And if you go too light, then you get all the smudges and, you know. The right. menstrual blood, the, the pubes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Period. What kind of house are you living in? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just thought that was the norm. Casey, yeah. uh, we're having a fight, and not a fight, but an, a disagreement at, at home. And I want to put in a carpet in the front hallway just because it's, it's wood, it's hardwood, which I normally like. Um, but it would dampen the sound a little bit and make okay. it just a little bit warm, yeah. and I think it'd be a nice way to walk into the house. But uh, my opinion is wrong. Oh yeah, and, yeah and there, of course there, it is. There, there's that. Well, I, I'm listen. I I default to uh, women usually when it comes to this type of thing. It's just something that I want. Um, but it, there's no middle ground. Either I'm wrong or she's right, and mm. and I've already just, lost the argument. There might Andrea. be middle ground. There might be middle ground. What yeah. about an area rug? Uh, she said uh, perhaps a runner. Which I guess is just oh, like a... Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. You're talking about carpeting it fully? Okay. All right. Just if back car- off. Carpet Calm could go down. away. Yeah. For, carpet could completely go away, and I would be Kathy, fine with that. there is not one stitch of carpet in my entire I, that's house. That's why I love Even you the and You know, you know who's a big pro- proponent of that, Kathy? <laughs> Dr. Mike. Carpets are germ magnets. It's just they, like... They hold, oh, my God. Yes. You Even guys when are you, beyond help. They no, are no. filthy... Filthy. That's why I your love house is on the so dirty, Preston. <laughs> what, Kat, what, do you have carpet? You don't have carpet upstairs. You're I all do. Kat, I, remember, Preston doesn't wash his legs. Just uh, there's there's just uh, a a yeah. bedroom that has I it. I need to and, when I and it, it's disgusting. It's so dirty because it's it's Jace's playroom. Yeah, and so the kids are in there, and it's just. I, I I wish that I if anybody is building a house, do hardwood throughout your entire house because now I can't match exactly what it is, so it'll it'll be different at this point. Listen, we, grow, I used to love like we had the shag carpets and stuff like that, <laughs> and, and I loved them. And you're right, Preston, like it laying down. You, it, but after a while, it's I I found that I am less in this new in this house. We're not new, but we've been in for for a couple of years. It, it, the air just seems fresher. It doesn't seem... Well, and here's you know. the thing. We we have animals. That's yeah. why. You yes. know what I'm saying? So with yes. animals, hardwood is, is easier to clean up their hair. And, yeah. uh, Down it their just, hair. <laughs> but it just collects in the, the carpets. The area rugs, I'm okay with. But, but Kathy... Like installing carpet, I don't... Th- no, I no. don't do that. You, all right. As a person who loves a clean home, don't you just <laughs> love the lines of a... Of a vacuum and yes, a car- now you can see all the stains perfectly. Oh, shut up! <laughs> uh, I have a problem with carpet with not having carpet upstairs because of the noise, the sound that. Yeah, yeah. yeah listen, right? you, okay. can do, you can do sound baffling with what you you things you hang on the wall. I also, Kathy, have been having issues with because we, we have area rugs. We we place them under our our kitchen table, dining room table. 
the corners of them. I can't get the corners to stay down. How do you? How, how do you? Well, I've how tried do you tape. I've tried double sided tape. I've tried it all. There are all sorts of. You know, you you bring up a thing though, Preston. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when Mark Summers was talking about he had that? You know that the the the, uh, the area rugs with the ruffle. On the side, you know, the strings, and he it, he would have to line them up, line, line up, up all the strings, so because he has that, you know, that OCD thing. Mm-hmm. By the way, do yourself a favor and go to Mark Summers' uh, Facebook page and look at the picture that he posted. Oh, yeah, he wants to host Jeopardy, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, no, he's he's saying that. Uh, we'll pull it up so they yeah. can see. It. Oh, we have to talk to him. It has been a while. We need to get Mark Summers on. Uh, so this one. <laughs> Oh, it's a picture of him. <laughs> of his head's photoshopped on. Is that Aaron Rodgers? Aaron yeah. Rodgers, yeah. yeah. That's great. And it, and it says, uh, if he can host, then I should be able to play quarterback. <laughs> that's that's great. Great. Nice. All right, well, anyhow, uh, airlines and blue seats, that's where I was. Hey, well, uh, quick question, <laughs> notice, sir, if, if, I, if I may. I so the, I the, uh, the head napkins that they put on seats, has anyone flown and are they still using those? Head napkins? You know, the, it's, the, it's the, sometimes they'll have like a white fabric. That is at your your headrest level on on the chair, yeah. Which I assume is for your head juices, and there's I assume they swap right, right? The head juice. Yes, <laughs> disgusting. You guys need full bodysuits. You need full <laughs> oh all the way vacuum sealed bodysuits. Uh, I could do that. So anyhow, <laughs> another reason I'd go on. I'd board the flight in one of those Tyrannosaurus costumes, brother. <laughs> Steve, can we just, let's just purchase, like, a small sure, plane that yeah. way we don't have That's to fly. Oh, my God. God. Hardwood floors. Yeah. Anyhow, yeah. another reason that uh, that many people associate the color, uh, that they use the color blue is because many people associate the color blue with a sense of peace and well-being. <gasps> There's a lot of anxi- anxiety that people have about flying, so right. they want to use a calming color. Nothing to fear. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> aboard your flight. <laughs> Enjoy the soothing blue color of your chest. <laughs> we'll be in Middle Earth in an hour and a half. <laughs> Our movie during the flight is Chocolat. Do you guys fly over Mordor? Or you see that on the Absolute left side of the plane? On the left side. <laughs> the raging fires of Mordor. The right side, the Elven Kingdom. <laughs> oh, man. We know you could have flown a dragon today, <laughs> so we appreciate your service. <laughs> oh, Gandalf is the flight attendant. Wow. Well, I guess he would be the pilot. Yeah, really, yeah. So, yeah. All right, so also uh, airlines use uh, blue as part of a branding effort. Flying higher than an eagle's nose. Uh, so they uh, they will use it as branding as well. But um, there are certain things that are just uh, noticed or that are psychological that they do aboard a plane, mm-hmm. uh, you know, again, to foster sure. a level of comfort. Yep. The color makes perfect sense. Uh, you know, all of that stuff. I don't want to keep talking about rugs and carpet, but hang on okay. here. I'm going to go to Steve. <laughs> Steve, you wanted to share something with Casey? Yeah, good morning, it guys. Good, good morning, morning it. What's up? Mm-hmm. So, Casey, with the uh, area rugs, there are, my wife just went out and got these, uh, they're actually little corner pieces. Um, you can actually stick them to the corner of the area rug so they stay down and they don't peel up. Man, they bother living crap out of me. And I go nuts in my apartment. He's and right. I, I and I haven't even put them on yet. <laughs> what are they called? Because, uh, I mean, I feel like our kitchen area rug, it is just a lost cause. I, and I could show you. We have, <laughs> you can just see it. There's tape on the floor because the tape sticks to the floor. Great. Will right. not stick to the rug. <laughs> but Steve says there's a product that will do it. So All right. Okay. Okay. Have you looked into it? it? I, Oh, well, this product, I don't know the name of it. The noticer wants to move on. Yeah, I know he does. I didn't want to. Here, there's something called 12 Corners. 12 no, corners. no, it's not 12 Corners. That's it's how many come corners. in that bag. It's an Indian tribe. It's called the Never Curl. I'm Never from Curl. 12 Corners. 
Okay, Welcome cool. to Twelfth Honors. <laughs> it's just outside of Mordor. <laughs> it has the most secure area rugs in the world. Wow. Case, I just make one suggestion. If you buy a better quality rug, it shouldn't curl up like that. Yeah, maybe don't buy crappy rugs. No, no, no. Well, you're no. not talking to me. I don't buy rugs. No, listen, because the one in, the one that I got from... <laughs> I don't buy rugs. <laughs> the one that I got from Home Goods that all four corners curl up, the one that I actually spent a little bit of money on and got better quality, it, nothing. There's no problem. Can you, get a, can you get hardwood that looks like a rug? Just, just. No, but you can get the <laughs> the uh, the flooring that looks like uh, it's tile, but it looks like wood. Wait, what oh, was that yes. joke? What was the joke where somebody put hardwood floors over carpeting? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to, I don't know if it was a movie yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, all right. Anyway, Preston. All right, what else we got here? Oh, we're gonna. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Got to get 100 head of cattle to Dakota by the end of the day. Uh, I notice that there's uh, some advancements in the Star Wars world of video gaming. Uh, there is a Star Wars game being developed by Massive Entertainment, the uh, Ubisoft-owned studio behind the Division franchise. Yeah. Lucasfilm announced yesterday that, uh, is it Ubisoft or Ubisoft? I say Ubi. Ubisoft. It's probably Ubisoft. Uh, it's a it's a French it's a Canadian French Canadian company. So here's what's I'm cool. probably wrong on that too. Here's what's cool, Steve. It's going to be an open world Star Wars game. Oh man, pretty cool, like, right? You know what though? Uh, yes, it's great, and I mean th- that is a, a realization for people who want to completely immerse in that. But I think you and I, Preston, fall firmly in the realm of. We love the campaign. Well, I love the campaign, but I do like the open world games like that allow a campaign in them. Well, like the Ga- sandbox games? Like is Grand that the same yeah, thing? Sam- nah, no. Like open the, world the, is different? This is more like World of Warcraft. Okay. Oh, I so, think... So, so, okay. Yeah, so, so uh, that's my understanding. A sandbox game is like Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Right? But there is now an open world Grand Theft Auto, like the Grand Theft Auto Las Vegas, I think, is, is, a, is a full, massive player the appeal, yeah. the appeal to me on the on the sandbox games is you can play the campaign, yeah. but you can also go just spend go. some time doing some other things. That's what I thought open world was. Okay. So, all right, it's different. Okay. Yeah, I think it's more you could just get lost in the world and you have your characters and your groups and and it's just constantly running on. Like, I'm, I'm, is again, it like Fortnite? Correct me if I'm wrong. Yes, that would be a similar okay. scenario because uh, Call of Duty has that now. They have that o- open world campaign. So they've had like like mm-hmm. when I when I play when I play online. The stuff I I just do what they uh, um like the death matches where mm-hmm. you just go on and you just it's it's a time match and just go run around and and, and do your deal. I don't do squads. I don't do all yeah. of that stuff that takes far longer. But uh, correct me if I'm wrong. So here's I thought Fortnite, Casey. That's competitions though, right? I mean, like you have specific timed battles and all that stuff. They're not timed. Oh, well, okay. no, 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 no. I, I guess I, I guess they're timed because the eye uh, that you can actually fight in gets smaller and smaller over time. You know, thus you forcing did. people to into combat and stuff. But, but you, um, you know, like World of Warcraft is just ongoing, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not familiar with that at all. Um, I just I'm, I'm not a gamer, and so all of my familiarity is you're more what, a carpet guy. <laughs> I am is whatever my son's into. And he was doing Fortnite, obviously, for the longest time, and then uh, grew out of Fortnite, and then got the Call of Duty, and is playing Call of Duty the same way he was playing Fortnite. You know, he's squatting up with his friends, and uh, yeah. and that's what he was doing last night. And he usually, you know, he'll kind of vacillate between the two. There's a text that says, you guys are mixing open world and battle royal together. Okay. Uh, open you. world is more like Skyrim, not Fortnite. Okay, yeah, that's right. And this text says it all. It says you're all wrong. Wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the show. Thank thank you. It's what we do. Yeah. 
Uh, Open World says, think like Division or Red Dead Online, but with Star Wars. Uh, then that would be kind of sandbox-type game, right? There's Whereas similarities. Red Dead Redemption is you can play the campaign but also kind of cruise around. and. In, in the last one, you could just you go do, uh, you, you, you could just, you know. Did you play Red Dead Redemption, the original? Not the original. I yeah. did play the last one, which was a bit too involved for me. I did. I, I didn't keep going with it. I played it for a while and then yeah. I got bored with it. So, all right. Well, anyhow. Yeah. Enough. What, whatever the enough. definition of that is, they are making this. Uh, specific details about the upcoming game, including a release date and pilot uh, and plot details, were not provided as of yet. It also marks the end. Um, to American publisher Electronic Arts' nearly eight-year monopoly on the sci-fi oh. franchise's video game adaptations. Electronic Arts had acquired the exclusive rights to publish Star Wars games in 2013. That deal expires in 2023. Uh, their handling uh, proved controversial. Uh, they rebooted the classic Star Wars Battlefront with two new titles. Both games received criticism for the lack of content and monetization models. I didn't care for them. I was so looking yeah. forward to those games, and they they disappointed me. They they effed them up again with that monetization thing, where you're, they they want you to in game make purchases and <laughs> and do all this stuff. The original Battlefront, the original two, the, Preston in in the I think it was the second one allowed. They had a VR component to it. Did you play that? What was it, Steve? I'm There's sorry. a VR component to to the one of the Battlefronts where you're in a Tie Fighter. And you're, you, yeah. I mean, it's it was cool, awesome. Yeah, yeah, you did like the canyon run. Yes, thing. yeah, and and that was cool. But I just didn't like how it. I, the original format was so well yeah. done; yeah. it was easy. The, these uh, in-game purchases are so brilliant, and they get people to spend so much money. And uh, you know, and and we fall for all of it. Well, not my son does, and I just want to keep him happy. You know, dude, in Fortnite. You you had uh, like the original skin. So when yeah. he started playing a couple of years ago, you get a skin, and that's the guy that you play with, right? right? And nobody wants that. Everybody wants the coolest new skin. Well, that skin is now being sold. Now, the original one, yeah, the original. <laughs> so like three or four years later, that's not the skin, and that's not the original skin anymore. And they charge you for what you had originally. Uh-huh. And the so, way that they do marketing tie-ins with movies that are coming out, it's, it's too much. It's br- yes, but it's brilliant. Uh, no, it, 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 it is. is. The money making that they do uh, for you know because they did it with um, Avengers, they've done it with Star Wars, so just yeah. you know, Mandalorian, all of it. We used to get pissed. I, I mean, Preston, you know, they, when they would sell expansion packs, and you'd be like, mm-hmm. "Well, this is I know it's another couple of maps or what?" And like, really. Yeah, it was too too, it was much. too much of a pain in the ass. Uh, I'm going to go to Sandro real quick. Sandro, good morning. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Good. What's up, my man? Uh, nothing much. So you guys are kind of mixing together the whole, like, open world versus battle royale thing. All right. Explain if you can. So an open world game is an open world campaign, kind of like a sandbox where you can go around do different missions, but it's all campaign oriented. Okay. Um, so so it, open world is campaign oriented. Yes. Okay. Uh, Battle Royale is the multiplayer, like Casey was saying, dropping dropping in with a squad and, you know, last team standing kind of a thing. Okay. Totally different. So what does World of Warcraft qualify as? Uh, That's multi... Massive multiplayer. Massive multiplayer, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. All right, thank you, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, man, no problem. All right, Sandra. You know what I like about these games is uh, my son ends up getting these cool... um, Phrases that uh, we end up using, and then we find out much later on that there's uh, some sort of sexual connotation. Right. So we were calling people dog water for the longest time until my wife looked it up on Urban Dictionary. Now we're now we're not allowed to say dog water anymore. What does dog water mean? Well, I can't say it. But, okay. Uh, <laughs> Euphemize it. But don't use it. Um, it's the pre stuff. Okay. 
Where the hell is the derivation of dog water to mean that? I just like dog. I was like, God, man, this guy's playing like dog water. This guy's such dog water. That's and funny. I love dog water. <laughs> So now we say cat uh, water. It, it, cat water. Yeah, that's much better. Yeah. <laughs> that's the stuff on, that comes with the lamps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, 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 yeah that's yeah. different. Yeah. Pre-lube. Mm. But I was like, man, dog water is fine. We're just not allowed to say it anymore. Schmegma. Yep. Schmegma. <laughs> Quim. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, do I have time for another one? Or Wait, let me look at the time. It's 7.44. No. Will you look at that time? <laughs> we got to go. We got to wrap it up? Santa's right. got to oh. go. Sorry, Santa's got to go. We got to stay on time for no sad dough. But I we did. talked about dog water too long. I did. I did notice other things, but we'll have to save that for nothing, another time. Nothing that could fit in? No, not right, right now. We got to go. Sorry. Notice your notices. We got to go. All right, we got to take a break. We'll come back in a second when we return the bizarre file. We will get that underway, and uh, we'll also have your chance to win five hundred dollars first shot with no sad dough for today. We'll be right back. Monday nights. Metallica family, are you with us? It's not just Monday. It's Metallica Monday. Join MMR's Jackie Bam Bam for massive amounts of Metallica every Monday night starting at 9. From the monster hits to deeper album cuts, spanning a Hall of Fame career. This is Robert, Kirk, Lars, and James from Metallica. We're covering all the bases from one of rock's biggest bands. Set a reminder on your phone. Tell Siri to clear your calendar and have the MMR app at the ready for Metallica Mondays, 9 p.m. With Jackie Bam Bam right here on 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. All right. We're in a null zone. Yeah, I, I don't know what to do. We're two, we're two and a half minutes away from no sad dough. Can I, can I, I help I don't want to start the bizarre file and then have to stop in the middle of it. Yeah, please help me. I've been observing some things about banjos. Oh, man. <laughs> Are you for real? Dude, I'm so mad that I forgot to bring my banjo in. We're not. <laughs> I know. Do you really have a banjo? I really do have a banjo. It's just sitting in my closet. I don't even know if it has all four strings on it or not, but I have one. We started a conversation yet. Well, no, listen. We, we want to be right on the money, and, and money is the key thing. Now, you know, we have a couple of different options. Something that's quick to chat about. Oh, I thought you really wanted to talk about banjos. <laughs> oh, I, I really would. But, <laughs> but I, I, didn't think, I didn't think I'd have any takers. I thought you had something I'm there. In. I'm yeah. all in on banjos. <laughs> Steve's Banjo Corner. Hosted by Steve. No, you know, Steve doesn't own or actually play a banjo. He just <laughs> likes looking at them. Today's segment, why Steve likes looking at banjos. I actually found out the pricing. Apparently, banjos aren't. As expensive as I thought they were. Oh, really? They're not cost pro. You can get a good starter banjo. I thought they would have been really pricey. I mean, like, so what's a really good guitar? If you look up here, Preston, we got a couple banjos and Connor called up. Uh, well, there's one for $450, one for $200. I guess it depends on what, you know, how much you want to. If you want the cup holders. Yeah, you want something to start with to go a little bit cheaper, I would imagine, and then find out if you can actually play it or not. You know, By the way, so I, I do have, uh, if, if, if you want to, uh, you know, head down a YouTube hole, and uh, there's some, sometimes you'll see really old performances of musicians who you just would think are outdated and not worth watching or anything like that, and then you watch and you realize, oh my God, throughout history, there have been super talented musicians that you may not be aware of, and if you go back and watch 
video of a guy you may have never heard of, and Steve, we talk about him from time to time, Roy Clark. Roy Clark. My God. That's the guy he was... He, he could not only tear it up on banjo, but guitar and violin or the fiddle because he was a country guy. Mm. Just an incredible... Multi-talented individual and a great singing yeah. voice. Yeah, is that um, the guy you saw in The Odd Couple? He did. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yes. Okay. That's the guy. So he does th- an acoustic guitar performance. But there's, I saw one thing where where he plays the same song, but he goes through all three of those instruments and just rips it up on all three of them. And he was a funny guy too. He was. I yeah. mean, uh, he was. I uh, I ended up watching because I wanted to see the Hot Women on Hee Haw, which mm-hmm. is a syndicated show. Yeah. Right. And uh, and so I beca- I got an appreciation. <laughs> My mother loved Roy uh, Roy Clark. We actually had Roy Clark albums at the house that she would listen to, and then I began to appreciate uh, how talented he was. Yeah, Preston, there's a whole bunch of musicians, you, you know. Yeah. Somewhere, somebody. The great thing was, if you remember the beginning of of the, of the internet, you remember all this stuff as it started. So you go to look for something that wasn't there. Now there's enough people out there where yeah. somebody somewhere said, "I need to post this." Yeah. So it's it's more the anomaly that you will not find what you're looking for when you go searching. And once you start heading heading down this path of finding, uh, you know, these you're old at videos porn in ten minutes of people uh-huh. uh, <laughs> that that are that you didn't know were as talented as they they were. All this this world opens up of all these other videos, yeah. uh, to to head down that path. There's a uh, man, I wish I could find it there. Uh, 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 you know what? Let's do. We've killed enough time. Oh, we can do no And while we're getting ready for that, maybe I can find uh, this uh, this other a couple of other musicians that I can tell you about. All right, so let's do this. Ninety-three-three WMMR presents. No All right, let's do this. We have a chance for you to win five hundred dollars, my friend. This hour's keyword is. View, V-I-E-W, and you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it, and there are three ways to do it. You can uh, text it via our contest short code number, which is 94, I'm sorry, let me try that again, 45911, or if you want to be automatically registered for $10,000 in the grand prize that we have, you need to enter through the MMR mobile app or you can go through WMMR.com. And we have until 15 minutes after the hour, one random entry is going to win $500 in our company-wide contest. And that person will get a call from Beasley. So if it's you and you see the phone ringing, make sure that you do answer it because it could be 500 bucks on the other line. The contest rules are available at WMMR.com. So again... The word is VIEW, V-I-E-W, and you have until 15 minutes after the hour to get on it. So make sure that you do it. Don't miss your chance to win 500. And this is the first shot of the day. We have seven all told through the course of today. Wolf. Your chance to win $500. And we've just been giving away cash (laughs) left and right. All right, I found this other uh, musician real quick. Uh, Her name is Katarina Valente. All right. And I came across her by accident uh, playing a song with Dean Martin. And she is just shredding up the guitar. Really, it's black and white video. Yeah. I had never heard of her before. Ooh, that's a good guitar playing. Guy, and then I did, I did some uh, some follow ups on her, and yeah, there were loads of video. Of Do we her. have audio? No, I we don't. Have think, we have audio. Roy Clark, if you want to hear. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here we go. This- Is this from this video right here, this black and white video? No, I think it, is it the Odd Couple? Yeah, he's playing guitar. He just um, just shreds on it. No, that's electric guitar. 
This wouldn't have been on uh, The Odd Couple. No. Anyway. This is on Perfect Strangers. <laughs> you, you would have to watch the video to, uh, to appreciate it. Appreciate it, yeah. for it because he does it's much. It's like, here's audio of a sunrise. He does much more uh, <laughs> intricate work than that. But anyhow, we're just killing time talking yeah. about the banjo. Now we got Bizarre File. We're ready to go. Let's do it now. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents <laughs> Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. If your first story's about a banjo, I'm going to pass out. I wish it was. Did Kevin Nealon play the banjo for us at uh, the he did. He did. Granny Grand Prix one year? Okay. He did. Thanks yeah. for that update. All right. Brought to you by Gwyneth Mercy University. <laughs> Their graduate. <laughs> he added to it. It was great. Their graduate programs have proven professors who can help propel you to the next level. You can visit them at gmercyu.edu. Sometimes people see what they want to see. A sex party was happening in Argentina in a town about 250 miles south of Buenos Aires. I think when, I'd want to see that. Uh, when it was raided by police after they got reports the event was breaking down, uh, breaking the lockdown rules. So the group of married couples had apparently paid for a weekend of, uh, of a sexual tour that included accommodation, <laughs> meals, and several nights of fun. But here's the deal. Police who responded to the event say that the couples were confused when they arrived. They assumed they were part of the show. That the officers were actually <laughs> oh, strippers no. oh, that were showing up for the event. So they were all excited oh, when they saw the cops come in. We hear there's been a violation oh, of the penal code. <laughs> yep. All the guests were Pretty cited good. for breaching epidemic containment guidelines. You the, folks are looking at some stiff sentences. Uh, the party <laughs> organizer is expected to face a steep fine. Russian prosecutors have launched an investigation after a monkey wearing a Nazi uniform performed at a state circus. The show also featured goats wrapped in Nazi flags with swastikas. Nazi monkeys? Yep. The performance was part of the show at the Udmurita Circus in in the city of Izhevsk. It was commissioned by the Russian Orthodox Church which said the show symbolizes the spurning of Nazism. Ah. In a statement, prosecutors said that they first became aware of the performance while monitoring the Internet and have since launched an investigation into the display of Nazi symbols. Russian law forbids public displays of Nazi symbols. Does it specify except when using monkeys? It, they might have to yeah. dig into the legal... Boris, Words. what is this monkey thing here next to Asterix? Uh, Trust the, me, it will be great. The Orthodox Church, meanwhile, has defended the performance. It said that it, the show was intended to be a symbol of not just the victory over fascism, but also the spurning and the global condemnation of the ideas, the ideals of Nazi Germany. Lest I remind you that the Russians were part of the victory over Nazism and Hitler. Thank you, monkey, for bringing up historical fact. Uh, the church insists that it is covered by an exemption signed by President Vladimir Putin in March 2020. The exemption allows the display of Nazi symbols, providing that they, quote, create a negative attitude to Nazi ideology. The monkey and the goats were... Like command- you couldn't do Nazi days or back at the supermarket. No, 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 yeah. no. Uh, commanded by trainers wearing Soviet uniforms during the show, church officials officials said, excuse me, religious believers were persecuted in the former USSR. Uh, but now orthodoxy and the veneration of the Soviet victory against Nazi Germany uh, form two of the most important pillars of Russian state ideology. A sharpshooting Kansas game warden 
rescued two bucks with their antlers locked together by sh- by shooting an antler off no without injuring the other animal. That's wow. pretty amazing. It is. Uh, killed a picnicker behind him, but <laughs> but yeah. That now these yeah. majestic animals, animals are running free. freely. Uh, the Kansas Wildlife Parks and Tourism game warden said that a bow hunter had reported two deer with their antlers locked together. And, and that the hunter notified game wardens. Uh, the game wardens located the bucks, but couldn't get too close because the animals still were struggling violently. Yeah. Game warden Jeff Clauser was able to get a clear shot, used his gun to shoot an antler, Take broke, the shot. It, <laughs> broke it, and freed the two deer. That's amazing. I love it. I wonder yep. if they can do the same when they're having sex. Oh, my God. Yeah! It would just ruin the moment. <laughs> All right. This has a happy ending, but a pet, a pet cat. Uh, believed killed along with her owner in a huge mudslide has been found three years later. Alive? Yeah. Did it assume a different identity? No. Uh, the Animal Shelter Assistance Program in wow. Santa Barbara County says the calico named Patches was brought in as a stray last month and a microchip scan revealed her identity. Patches had been missing since January of 2018. It was spotted in the audience at the Nazi Monkey Show. <laughs> when a rainstorm on the vast burn scar of the Thomas Fire sent a debris-laden torrent crashing <sighs> down through hillside neighborhoods of Montecito, 23 people were killed, including oh, wow. the cat owner, Josie Gower. Uh, the devastation of the debris flow was so terrible that the bodies of two victims were never found. It's, it's why it's important to uh, have your animals chipped, uh, because when you get washed away in a mudslide, they'll end up in the news. They'll be okay. Yeah. Uh, the shelter says Patches was found less than a quarter mile from where her Montecito home stood. Uh, she was reunited with uh, Gower's partner, wow. Norm Borgatello, on New Year's Eve. That's amazing. The Facebook post from the shelter said, though, we don't know exactly what she's been doing with her life for the past three years. She's been working with Bitcoin. Uh, we can see <laughs> that both Patches and Norm are thrilled to be reunited. That's just that's an astonishing thing. And then one last story. Uh, an Ontario man's arts and crafts project got him in some hot water with the law recently. They say he allegedly used diaper boxes to create fake license plates for his car. Police said <laughs> that right. they uh, they boxed in the unwasteful uh, bandit on January 7th. On Twitter, they provided pictures of the homemade plates. How did it look? While also saying the driver realized his error and that it was time to change things up. I mean, from a distance, you not bad. You might buy it. Except that it says Pampers. <laughs> uh, a 37-year-old is facing several charges, including driving without legal plates or a license, as well as driving while suspended. We've seen some pretty good ones. Yes. And then we've seen some horrible ones. And that is what I have in the bizarre file for you. Uh, we are at 8, 10 a.m. That means you have five minutes left to get in on No Sad Dough. We have a chance for you to win, for you to win $500. And all you have to do is text the special contest short code to 45911. Or if you want to be automatically entered for the $10,000 grand prize, you enter it on the MMR app or at WMMR.com. Make sure that you get on it now. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. We have an announcement to make. Yes. We have a guest to talk to, and we got some other stuff. So we will take a break and be right back. Make sure you stay with us. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're going to go to a guest in a moment, but uh, we're going to make an announcement first. Uh, and this is something that we, we talked about, uh, I think, last week, and we got this up and running. And um, obviously, um, 
you know, COVID has done what it's done uh, to a lot of businesses and and events, obviously. And you know, yeah. we've we've canceled a few things. We've had to you know cancel the MM barbecue last year, and then we're canceling the uh, cardboard classic coming up, and so on, and uh, putting our sights on later dates when things return to normal, and they're on their way. Uh, but it's going to take a little time before we get back to where we need to be. In the meantime, uh, there are a lot of things that have been happening that make it difficult for specifically small business owners. You hear a lot about restaurants, obviously, and our next guest is in the restaurant business. And that's why he can commiserate and talk, speak uh, directly to that. Um, but, you know, our asset here uh, in, in our line of work um that we can use to maybe help out. And we've done things like, obviously, we're doing cash giveaways and stuff like that, and it certainly helps people uh, who maybe need a little uh, stimulation in the wallet. Uh, But with the businesses that are continuing to have issues and and in some uh, occasions really hit the very rock bottom, uh, we wanted to offer what we might be able to do. And like I said, our, our asset here in this particular business is our advertising. Yeah. It's what we do with the it's the only way that uh, that our business makes money is through at advertising time. Um so that means allowing up some of our time on the radio to be used for people who might need some assistance. So what we've decided to do and I, this is a great idea, and I don't. Who even came up with this idea? Was it you? Uh, was it no, I, it was a, a nice. I we don't know. It was a sort of a general yeah. idea. We we had done something at the beginning of all of this where we were posting, and you're going to explain yeah. what it is. But but the idea was we would hoping that we would be, you know, perhaps in a better situation. But there there are some things that are better. But there are so as you said, Preston, there are some businesses who are teetering on the edge of going completely away yeah and and so as you said our asset is we have a lot of years on us and that's what this is about so what we are going to do is we are going to set aside for now the love you hate you line and we are going to rename it the love you help you line right and so what you can do is you will be able to at least use us as a springboard to just get the word out there that we are, you are indeed open. You are indeed uh, taking business and so on. So it's a small thing. It's just whatever. And and if enough people are, are throwing, you know, a little bit into the bucket here and there and doing their part, then hopefully it adds up to something bigger and uh, people will get back on their feet. So it's a small thing that we're doing, uh, but we just want to be able to offer up something to the Delaware Valley. So that, that's what we're doing. So the love you hate you line becomes the love you help you line for the time being. And all you have to do is head to PrestonC.com. You get the details, and you can learn how you can get your message to our audience via our dedicated phone line. And essentially, what you'll need to do is, like the callers that are on the Love You, Hate You line, um, you'll record a short message on our uh, phone, and we'll play it. And so there's some parameters. It needs to be 30 seconds, less than 30 seconds long. Obviously, we'll need your name, the name of your business, the location, and just a little bit about it. And we will air those. And just it's just another bit of advertising that that can be thrown out there. Hey, we're open. Uh, we want your business. Yeah, and you know, we um, I think when we we talk about this and we think about this, we often think about the food services industry. You know, your your local mom and pop restaurants yeah. and stuff like that. And obviously, a, a lot of those businesses are feeling the sting of of this pandemic. Uh, but there are a lot of other businesses out there, um, you know, ones that come to mind that are friends of the show, like Ikebuchi Formal Wear, right? You know, uh, they're feeling this thing. So this isn't just for restaurants. This is small businesses. They're getting clobbered. That are, they're getting yeah. clobbered by this pandemic. Um, you know, so, so this is for, for all of these yeah. local and small businesses. Example, our, our buddy Brian at Course Photography. There are no events. 
yes. photographers aren't aren't getting work as well. So oh, all it's up and not down. just yeah. restaurants. There's a, there's a variety of things. There's a there's a domino effect. You can't mm-hmm. have events, so you can't cater events. You can't photo- do uh, photography at events. Event planners aren't able to right. have work as well. So there there are many different uh, industries that are being affected. It's causing a lot of um, businesses to sort of think outside the box. You know, you yes. see, you know, and speaking of restaurants, you see like. What a lot of restaurants are, you know, they're, they're pivoting and, and working on these things. I, I know people that ate in a bubble uh, just a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, what a, an amazing idea, you know, and, and you know, some, it's, some can it's a lifeline. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. the thing. Some have been creative and some simply cannot. And yeah. you're talking about generations like perhaps of a, of, a, of a corner pizza shop that's been your favorite that perhaps you and yeah. other members of your family went to that their family owned and operated that they just going away. And and we in a city rich with whether it be the restaurant or the tailor on the on the corner or whatever, you, we cannot cast them into the ether and allow that to go without something to help. And by the way, our next guest is thinking outside the box, and we're going to talk to him about that. But real quick, a thank you to the people that are sponsoring the Love You Help You line, and that's uh, Dell Automotive Group. Yeah. Yay. Yes. Yep. So we thank uh, the Dell. Automotive Group for uh, being a part of that. Jack, sell them for less. Yes. You know? yeah. yep. So if you do go to PressingToSteve.com right now, there is a, a whole list of, uh, you know, instructions, uh, frequently asked questions, all that sort of stuff. And it, it'll help guide you into what we're looking for in these uh, voicemail messages that we want you to leave. Yeah, to be honest, go, go ahead. ahead first because you'll want to you kind of rehearse it. You'll want to maybe script it and have it ready to go. Mm-hmm. And, and we kind of uh, do a little example of that. Just make it from the heart. And yeah. let, let, you know, and let let people hear you get get your message out, and uh, and that's what we're looking to do. You know, and 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 I'm I'm very excited about this opportunity for people out there because I know I you know we've all been in the position where like we don't know where a paycheck's coming from or how we're going to make it you know get on through, and and uh, so hopefully this helps in some way. All right, so our next guest is uh, in the restaurant industry, yeah. obviously, and he's been here in our studio. Many, many times, and he has got a personal brand that's dedicated to creating a personalized first-hand experience, uh, which is cool. We'll come along with videos and classes and all kinds of stuff. Please welcome Mr. Jose Garces hey! to the show. Jose, Jose good morning, Jose! sir. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, doing good, doing good. You know, um, I automatically got my car and said, oh, I'm going to the studio. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> and realized this was a, a dial-in, but I'm, uh, I'm happy to be on with you guys. And I'm really, I'm, you know, honestly, hearing, hearing the announcement and how you're supporting these businesses, it's really special. I think uh, I congratulate you guys for doing that and, uh, and pitching in for sure. It's, a, it's, it's the time to do that. Well, thanks. And, and you know firsthand, you, you absolutely have, I'm sure, seen many friends and colleagues uh, suffer greatly uh, because of what's been going on the past, uh, you know, nine, ten months. Yeah. You know, I think it's, it's great that you mentioned that it's not, you know, it's not only the restaurant industry. It's all these other providers it's the florists the photographers the event planners uh the caterers it's all it's really a domino effect and you know when the when the when the pandemic first hit uh in in march you know internally i said oh you know it uh we should be you know back and rolling by june you know this is going to be a short-term thing obviously without knowing uh it it hasn't it's been a long long lasting effect so i think as um as restaurateurs, as chefs, we really have had to think 
outside the box and think how to, you know, how, how we can survive and how we can get to the other side of this. Right. And so that's uh, part of this. You have your your brand and, and tell us a little bit of that, about this, because you're going to be doing some cool experiences that people uh, can do via uh, video and classes and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, I think I took the opportunity to, uh, you know, for a long time, I've been wanting to work on these other aspects of food and beverage kind of outside of re- restaurants. And so uh, for me, it, it has been a bit of a silver lining in terms of having the time to focus on other aspects of food. And so um, I took the time this summer to work on a, a personal brand uh, launch brand website, chefgarces.com. And there's there's just a lot of, a lot of things I've, I've been wanting to get into there. So one right. of them is kind of... Um, uh, digital and media content. So we filmed 24 kind of a web series called Cooking Space, where mindfulness and being present meets food and music. So I, I curated the music, obviously did uh, did the recipes, mostly geared towards home cooks. There's a, a mindfulness component, which I've been getting into certainly with this with this period of time. And so uh, that's been a lot of fun. So that's called Cooking, Cooking Space, and that's on my YouTube channel, uh, Chef Jose Garces. And uh, and then we also launched Latin Live, which are in, um, personal cooking experiences where you could either sign up for it and have them privately done, or we're, we're doing them on a monthly occasion right now. And so, uh, and really geared towards people who are you know home cooks as well, want to learn about Latin food and culture. So that lends the one hour class. We provide the recipes. And yeah, we we cook live. I've been doing quite a bit of uh, virtual cooking as well over, over the over the summer. So these are just a few few aspects of kind of you know my pivot, and uh, and it's something again I think that we have to do in order to you know to survive. Ourselves. Yeah, well, Jose, yeah. I have to ask you. So my wife and I. The notion, you know, there are a couple of things that we thought, you know, when all this started, and listen, everyone has every confidence, we, you know, we're going to start to be getting back to a lot of this. There's already been things that, are, that indicate things popping up on the calendar and obviously the vaccine rollout and so on and so forth. There's every reason to be, remain optimistic, but you have to remain safe as well as, as these things progress. So, uh, you know, at the beginning of all this, my wife and I, well, let's, let's learn how to, you know, let's, let's do some cooking stuff. And, um, you know, and, and, and try to do that. And, and it's like, well, how do you do that in yeah. this environment? So what you're doing here addresses that. And it's, it, it's a great thing. So is this just the beginning? Will there be more additions to what you're going to be offering, um, you know, uh, the video classes as well? Are there going to be other other cuisines? I know you specialize in this, but is there anything else in the planning stages? Yeah, I really think it's the beginning of something uh, pretty special. I've had good conversations with other Call it like uh, folks in the music industry who also specialize in uh, ticketed events, right? And so, and so we think there's a tie-in, definitely with um, with music as well as yeah, possibly other cuisines, other chefs. Again, you know, I think uh, a lot of folks have gotten used to cooking at home now, obviously because we can't go out as much. We have we've been limited on our access to restaurants, so. I think again, in the silver lining, if people become better home home chefs, home cooks, that's that's definitely a good thing. And so this is a great avenue in which we can, you know, share our knowledge of food and ingredients and cooking techniques. Yeah, and and you know, teach people how to cook. So I love it. I think it has a lot of possibilities, and I'm excited just to kind of get it off the ground and get it moving and, and seeing how it goes. So yeah. Right now, it's just a button on my website called Latin Live. You, you press on it. You could buy a single class or you could buy uh, a pack of six. And, yeah, just come cook with me for the night. 
So I, I did a, a while ago. I, I did a, a thing with uh, a Wolfgang Puck, and my wife and I did some some YouTube classes. Actually, I, I did it for our anniversary. I learned how to make eggs Benedict, and you mm-hmm. know what? You have a good instructor. You have somebody who can do it. Uh, the the you know it it's actually it's actually cool. She she loved what I did. So this is a great way for for you to to go about doing it. Now, what if your kitchen is not up to stuff and you need to up your yeah. your pots and pans quotient? Do you also provide suggestions about what you need and all of the elements you're going to need to be able to do what you're suggesting? Yes. Yeah, so on Latin Live, when you when you click on it, you, it kind of brings you to the recipe. It gives you all the ingredients, right? So here's what you need to shop for. Uh, and we're thinking about maybe creating kits for people just to pick up just so that the cooking is even that much more simpler. But there's also a list of equipment as well. Excellent. So it really and it and it's really geared towards the home cook. Now for cooking space, which we launched uh about a about a month ago, those are uh kind of free on YouTube. It's definitely like a, a give back for the home cook with with the home cook in mind and um you know, we just launched a pretty cool uh, – yesterday we launched a sh- vanilla lobster with shao and mushi. So shao and mushi is a Japanese custard and um, really simple to make in a water bath. It's about like four or five ingredients. It sounds more complicated but a, a great appetizer. And then, again, if you don't want to go with lobster, you can go with shrimp, crab, whatever, whatever really whatever seafood element you want. And it's – yeah, it's meant to be easy, good, simple. Yeah, so that's that's yeah. Hey, chef. Uh, recently, within the past couple of months, I, I saw I watched the movie Chef with John Favreau. I don't know if you've seen it or not. Uh-huh. Did you watch I have it? Seen it? Okay. I have seen it. Yeah. So listen, I'm obviously I'm not a chef, but I love that movie. And in that movie, uh, to me, he uh, Favreau's character really portrays his. And any chef's love of what he does for a living, and I don't know if if he was able to capture that properly, and if um, and if you have that same love and passion, because and there's one scene in particular where his son kind of like burns uh, the outside of uh, of a sandwich, and he's like, ah, whatever, it doesn't matter, and then he pulls his son aside, and he's like, no, like. I'm good at this, and I love this, and this is what I I love to do, and I wasn't sure if if he if that all that stuff rang true with you. Oh. You know, it's funny. That movie's probably, I think, like eight or nine years old. It's a, it's it's out there, uh, and I lo- I love the movie. And actually, during that time, it really it, it resonated more deeply because I think I got I got banged up with a bad review, same kind of reviewer oh, issue. Yeah, uh, and, and had like you know my own my own personal things going on. So it was like, oh my god, are they like? Is this <laughs> is this, this my What's story? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. But to go back to the, you know, the passion question, you know, I've, I've been cooking, I've been in the industry almost 30 years. Mm-hmm. So like, you have to like, you have to love what you do. I mean, in order for something to taste good, you have to like be passionate about it. And, you know, even from like, just you know, your family dinner at home. And I tell a lot of my cooks when we would make staff meal for uh, the staff. Right. Sometimes those guys would just like slop something together. And I'm like, guys, this is a representation of who you are all the time. So you all, like, no matter what you do, like you're going to be judged on it. So make sure it's delicious. And so I think that's, that's always been kind of the way I've, I've run through. And, and no matter what I do in the space is try to make it the best that I possibly can source ingredients and be passionate. And that's, you know, being in this industry now 30 years, I've always loved that. There's always an exploration to be had. There's a there's a curation, and that's what's kept me going uh, this whole time. 
All right, Jose, on that, since Casey brought up that movie, because I love it, too. Favorite movie about the food industry? Favorite movie about the food industry? I actually really like, um, I really like Big Night. Uh, oh, that, that is the, uh, never saw it. That's with, uh, um, uh, God, uh, Stanley, Stanley, Stanley Tucci. It's, it's, it's the big night, the big opening of the restaurant. It's a great movie. And, Fantastic and, movie, yeah. And the guy who plays Monk, I'm having a brain fart. Um, oh, uh, Tony Shalhoub. Yeah. Tony Shalhoub is the other is the brother, and, and it's really well done. Yeah, that's okay. a great movie. All right, did you see? It's really, yeah. Oh. It's you know, it's a struggle, right? The, the struggle and kind of it, it goes into like you know how hard it is uh, just to you know get a place open and the interpersonal relationships, the familial aspects of restaurants when 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 that happens and. And the big night is just, I mean, the, the meal is just so extravagant. Like, I, you, you really, you want to sit down and just, like, hang and eat with those guys. One thing I didn't think about as we were talking about those types of movies, a movie called Tortilla Soup. and Another uh, good one. Hector Elizondo. And yeah. The lead character, he's he's this amazing chef, but he loses his sense of taste. Oh, man. Uh, and with COVID. Yeah. That's like, that's a real deal fear, yeah, I would yeah. imagine, Jose. I never thought about that until right now. <laughs> I've been... Uh, lucky and fortunate enough to um, be COVID free at, at knock on wood. Uh, we've been staying safe, but that's been, that has been my biggest fear yeah. and all, is like losing my sense of taste. I think I'm, I don't know. I, don't know I would do. So I've been uh, really trying my best to, again, all right. safe and don't, uh, don't watch the show servant because <laughs> in the show servant, there is a, it, 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 well, actually you should, because it, one of the main characters is, is a top notch chef. But in case yeah. you know, Kathy, you watched it. Uh, he loses his sense, sense of, taste. of taste. Yeah, yeah. 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 And it's really, it's like really important. And so, him, yeah, yeah, so all this stuff starts to happen. I mean, he's making intricate things. And right, he's freaking right. out it, over it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I, yeah, I'm sweating bullets. It's like, what's going on? So it's from M Night Shyamalan. It's a great series. But if you want your ultimate horror show, watch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, there's a there's a true life horror story. Horror story in that same realm. It's. Um, a great chef. His name is Grant Ackett out of Chicago. Uh, he had, um, he actually had uh, tongue cancer, and he, oh, he was, God. he was. I mean, his food, his restaurant was the best in the world for for a long time. I mean, really competing with some of those top worldly restaurants, and his food was super innovative. Really passionate guy, and he, yeah, he has a book called On the Line. Uh, I believe that's the title, but Grant Ackett's. And he tells his story, and he came back like amazingly. Like what? I mean, just just an amazing story. So I, I recommend the book and learning about Grant. He's uh, a true inspiration for me as well. I was wondering if you take the same um, care in preparation in pouring a bowl of cereal that you would into any sort of you know cuisine that you'd be cooking at the restaurant. Is it you know there, you don't um, short sight anything, do you? No, you know what? I really taking this time um to, for our home meals because i know so i have uh two kids two teenagers uh my wife myself and so we, we're home during this time and i really feel like the meals if i could give back to them and help them help you know inspire them like give them some things to look forward to we've really been focusing on all aspects of our meals and food and so yeah i mean even a um a bowl of oatmeal, like we've been taking it to like another level. Like I, I did a, a savory one the other day. Made uh, I, I really like congee. It's a rice porridge, Asian rice porridge dish. So we made it out of oats because oats are healthy for you and and good for you. But we used chicken stock and soy sauce and right. chicken mushrooms oh. and made it savory. 
So good, guys. I highly, highly recommend it. Yeah, I'll get right on that. <laughs> Just coming up with these ideas blows me away. I know. I would never even thought of that. All right. Well, listen, if you want some of those ideas, uh, Jose's got it for you. There's Cooking Space. There is Latin Live. These are the new series, virtual interactive cooking classes, and you can go through Chef Garces dot com uh to get all of that and um you know so so that's going on now we got to wrap now but jose you know um hopefully are do you have any if if things clear up do you have any other restaurant plans in the back of your mind of of new properties or anything like that i i actually do and it's geared more towards the digital space so a few digital brands it's kind of an uh, i feel like the way the future and in many ways this has taught us that you know restaurants are they're a little cumbersome. There's a lot of uh, moving parts. And so the it, it's digital brands would be one that's mostly used through delivery platforms. So a few of those, uh, another like um, kind of like passion project in the city as well. So a few things to come. Wish I could tell you more details. All right. They're, they're, they're on the way. All right. We're looking forward cool. to actually getting back into and, and, and getting back to the, the real restaurant experience. But there are now some opportunities that can also yep. get us connected to your great food. So, All right, Chef. Awesome. Great to talk to you. Best of luck with Thanks, everything. Guys. You got it. Thank Jose Garza's guys. Yay! Take care. Absolutely. Um, oh, we have a surprise guest. Uh, hang on. Uh, this Roy is, Clark? No, it's not Roy Clark. <laughs> oh. It's Cynthia. Hi, Cynthia, say hi to everybody, Cynthia. Hi. How's everybody doing? We're, we're great. But the bigger question is, how are you doing? And why is that? Because I just won five hundred dollars. And that is, of course, with the no sad dough promotion that we are doing right now. Congratulations, Cynthia! How did you enter? Because there are three ways to enter. I entered text. You entered through the text. All right, it's a popular way to do it. And keep in mind, you can also win $10,000 if you enter through the MMR app or through WMMR.com. Just a heads up and listen, $500. It's great. Where are you from, Cynthia? I'm from Mill May, New Jersey. Nice. What are you going to do with the $500? bucks? you are just going to blow it on, on yourself, or do you have something yeah, in mind? With everything going on, I think we're just going to take the family out to dinner and enjoy it. Love there it. you go. That's yes. what it's for. Excellent. All right, Cynthia, congratulations. Thanks for listening to MMR. Thank you. And uh, MMR rock. How about that? Love it. All right. That's just turn number one that we're going through today. We have uh, six more chances for you to win today. It's a pretty sweet deal. All right. I'm going to reiterate this information, and we're going to have to take a break because we have a, a guest coming up. But uh, we have Switch, if you just tuned in. We have Switch, the love you, hate you line. Long time running segment, even before we came to uh, MMR. We were yeah. doing it uh, over at Y100. We, it's the first time we've ever made a change on it. It will now be the love you, help you line. And while uh, small businesses are struggling to get back on their feet, it's just a little gesture uh, that we can employ to hopefully help you uh, get over the hump of all this. So here's what you do. Uh, you go to PrestonandSteve.com and get the details, and you can leave your message to our audience via a dedicated phone line. Uh, we have some tips set up on how to leave a good message before you call. You may want to practice what you're going to say ahead of time, even write it down if you like. The message will air weekdays at about 8 a.m. and then again a few times throughout the rest of the day. So it's just some little mentions, something that we can do, and hopefully everybody's pitching in and we'll get you back on your feet. Sponsored by friends at Dell Automotive Group. We're going to take a break. When we get back, actress Mena Suvari will be on the show. Uh, there's no sad in your dough, is there? There is not, sir. There is not. Nice. Yes! Catch money. 
I'm awesome now because I've won $500. You have indeed. Good money, no Santo. Robert, what's up? I just won $500. Ah! Nice job, my man. $500 with no Santo. Listen even hours, weekdays. That's 8 and 10 a.m., noon, 2, 4, 6, and 8 p.m. Get the keyword, then text it to 45911. Or enter it via WMMR.com or our app to also get qualified for the $10,000 grand prize. No, $500 on 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks, you guys are awesome. I appreciate that, and I hope the money comes in handy. It will. Thank you very much, sir. See official rules at WMMR.com. Our next guest is uh, promoting a film called uh, Don't Tell a Soul. Freaky looking movie. Yeah, it very much is. It's like a cat and mouse kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, it's released tomorrow in theaters and on demand. It stars uh, Rain Wilson, among others. And our guest, please welcome uh, Mana Savari to yeah. the show this morning. Mana, good morning to you. Good morning. How are you? We're good. Now, listen, I want I want to leave with this because sometimes when, when prep, Preparing for an interview, you get information that's incorrect. I want to make sure this is right. Are you currently with child? I am. Yeah, oh. you guys set me up early. Oh, um, thank you for doing that. Um, <laughs> I, I, what number are you on? Is your first, second, third, what? Oh no, my first. Your yeah. first. Oh my Congratulations. god! Congratulations. So are you? Are you uh, well, of course, getting up early and morning sickness and all that stuff. It's got to be wonderful. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, everything is good now. All um, right. I did, I did have that in the first part, but everything is good now. So. All right, good. Well, uh, so we're, we're talking about the, the movie Don't Tell Us All. As I said at the top, it is a freaky-looking film. Um, and <laughs> rather than me sit here and describe the plot, if you would uh, tell our listeners a little bit what we can expect when we go into the film. No, I mean, I think you also touched on it being sort of cat and mouse. It definitely takes you for a ride. It's the kind of film that... You have no idea what's going to happen next. I play a mom to two teenage boys, Matt and Joey, and they get into some trouble, and um, they're sort of caught along the way. And then, uh, you know, you really see them battle it out together on what they're going to do. And, you know, my character is terminal, so she's sort of trying her best to just take care of this household and, you know, keep this family together. And, And then it just keeps changing. Along well, the along the way, they they steal money in an effort to sort of help your situation, or, or yeah. uh, my and so during a, a um, an encounter with a troubled security guard, Rain Wilson, uh, there is a a well. He falls into the well, and there's sort of stuff that goes on. I love these sort of psychological back and forth. Well, you want to do what's right, but are you going to do what's wrong to do what's right? And uh, that yeah. sort of stuff can get really complex and fun to watch. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, that's something that, you know, interested me from the beginning, just being such a an incredible character study. And it's something that you think is so simple in a way um, and so possible, but yet so incredibly complex. Let me ask you, are you at, remotely a fan of The Office? And if so, was it uh, kind of cool to work with Rain Wilson? <laughs> oh, beyond cool. I mean, <laughs> listen, I, I was the last one to come on board, and it was such an incredible cast come into i was more than honored very cool now the the uh the writer director he wrote for uh, if i get this correct eastbound and down which is a great show on on hbo more a, a comedic show 
Uh, Alex McCauley's, uh, no, is it, what's his name? Is it Alex McCauley? Yeah. And uh, yeah. Um, um, so you as an actress, you've been in a lot of stuff, worked with some, some heavy hitters. When you have someone who is a first-time director as an actress, is that a great thing or can that be a frightening thing? I mean, it's it's really just depends on the person and someone like Alex. I mean, there's absolutely no doubt. He's incredibly talented. He knows exactly what he wants. And, I mean, his entire work ethic is he's just so present and open to any ideas. And, um, I mean, it's just wonderful to meet him and work with him. You know, I think I think it's really about if you're able to you know, meet the person and kind of get inside their head and get an idea of, you know, what their vision is. But, it, you know, it, it, it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with your first time or not, you know. Have you ever worked on a movie where <laughs> you had your questions about a director, say the uh, the lens cap was still on, you know, or something like that, where you thought, oh, my God, how's how's this going to play out? I mean, I definitely, yeah, have my terrible <laughs> horror stories. I've been doing this long enough, and I think that, one of the biggest things is having someone who supports you, you know, in the collaborative effort, you know, and, and keeps a really good, um, you know, vibe on right. set. That's yeah. most important. I um, have to ask you about this because, so, uh, twenty. I, I can't believe American Pie is 22 Jeez. years old. Uh, that is... Uh, yeah, I'm old. I know. Well, uh, listen, yeah, you're we. now playing the mother of teenage boys, uh, which is crazy. Um, but, so, when whenever... Uh, Chris Klein is brought up, and it's his birthday. I always bring up the moment in the movie where you guys are as a, a, the Glee Club is singing "Magic" or "Do You Believe in Magic," God. and and how <laughs> and how cringeworthy uh, his his scatting his portion scatting is. is yeah. And I don't know if that was written into the script or how uncomfortable <laughs> that was while filming that. Do, do you remember that at all? <laughs> God, I don't even remember specifically if that was in the script, but I do remember <laughs> we spent a lot of time uh, before production. We would go into the studio and we would practice. Um, and for me, I mean, I was technically in the choir in middle school, but, you know, it's not like I can truly hold the best notes. So, I mean, really, that was the most terrifying scene for me, too, in front of the entire, yeah. uh, you know, auditorium of extras. <laughs> <laughs> that mo- go ahead. Your one and only singing role, or did you ever tackle that again in any other films? Uh, oh no, actually, I worked. Uh, well, I worked on a film called Bex with Lena Hall not that long ago, and she is. I mean, she's outstanding, and I. <laughs> we would also be in the studio practicing, and I had to also learn a few chords on the guitar, which was <laughs> not my forte either, but. Um, <laughs> But she, uh, I remember her asking me once, you know, are you going to sing um, the melody or the harmony? I think that was it. I mean, this is embarrassing. I don't even remember it, but the specifics of it. And I had no idea what she was talking about. Oh, wow. Like, well, well, yeah. <laughs> that can be, that, that, that can be a, a little awkward. I wanted to ask you, and I don't know if this is true or not, but it's been reported that you're playing uh, actress Jane Wyman, who is Ronald Reagan's first wife. Is that, in fact, yeah. happening? Yeah, no, I already, um, I worked on that in October. Um, it was incredible. I mean, just, again, to be a part of such an epic production with such an awesome cast. And I got to work with Dennis Quaid, who I've been a huge fan of for so, so long. And he was just absolutely wonderful. 
was a great experience, and uh, I was so honored. That's cool because a, a lot of a lot of people don't know Jane Wyman was a super accomplished actress, and and really, you know, was 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 quite something. But uh, you know, you know how things go. People tend to get a little forgotten now and then. Well, we're talking about the forties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. Uh, well, in the meantime, uh, the film is opening tomorrow to be in theaters and on demand and, and digital as well, because that's the way we're releasing things now. That's how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it looks like if, if you want to be, if, if you like that uncomfortable feeling yeah. uh, and and uh, and maybe a twist or two along the way, then this looks right up your alley. Uh, so it's called uh, yeah. Don't Tell a Soul. Have you Have you watched the film in its entirety yet? Yes, I have, and we're actually going to have um, it's showing at a drive-in here in Los Angeles. Ooh. Some of us are going to get together and, you know, park our cars and wave at one another. <laughs> cool. <Right>. cool. <laughs> nice. Excellent. Well, listen, good luck with everything. Good luck with the baby. I hope it all goes wonderfully. And uh, you look like a busy person, so we're going to be seeing plenty of you in the next year or so, Mana. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Take care, guys. Anytime. You too. Mana Savari, guys. Yeah, hey! Uh, Steve, who, uh, Jane Wyman? Yeah, she was an actress, but she was married to, uh, uh, Reagan before. Okay. Nancy. Were they in any movies together, or? Um, Bonzo Unchained. Bonzo no, Unchained. I, you know, I don't know, Preston, if they were in, um, if they were, uh, in any movies together. How many Bonzo movies? Were there a there series a couple. of them? Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, the only one I know is Bedtime for Bonzo. Bedtime for Bonzo. Bonzo, yeah. uh, Chimps in Paradise. No. Uh, <laughs> That was the second one. Right? That was the second. One. <laughs> uh, Bonzo yeah. chimps in paradise. <laughs> I would have to watch a movie like that. Well, okay, interesting. But yeah, and that's... the Nazi chimp was the final one. <laughs> yes, that's the Reagan biopic. Right. <laughs> um, you know what? I know we had uh, Chef Garces on a little while ago, and we got to talk a little bit of food. But I found something from the Connoisseur file that I think you guys should hear about. It's rocked your world. So. Yeah, yeah. The Connoisseur has found something that's just blown his mind. It's I... time to find out what he's talking about. Now, it's it's simple. It's going to sound... It's simple. It's going to sound... Stupid. Stupid. But... but hear me hear out. Me out. <laughs> hear him out. And I want to thank... Uh, he wants to thank... Jerry Torres. Jerry Torres. Who is a, uh, who's a uh, loyal, loyal listener. listener. Oh, Jesus Christ, would you stop it? <laughs> Loyal listener of the Preston and Steve show, and he he sends me some great stories from yeah. time to time to pass along on the air. So, he has his own podcast. He does have his yeah. own podcast. So um, this is so, it's uh, when I say cold cheese pizza, what, what do you think? Of? I love it. Yeah, I love it. But I mean, what do you think? I of? just think of pizza coming out of the, fridge. the refrigerator. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's not what this is. This that's, is your cold while eating it. That's cheese pizza that has gone cold. Yeah. All right. This is cold cheese pizza. I've never heard of this. It is a cultural phenomenon, according to this author, and a linchpin in the Central New York college experience, especially after a night of drinking. But what it is, it is not pizza that has gone cold and then you put it in the fridge and take it back out and heat it. It is a cheese. It it is a like quasi sushi pizza. No, no, no. It's it's um. It's a slice of cheese pizza that's hot that you put a mound of shredded cold mozzarella cheese on top of. Oh. And I've, I was not familiar with the concept. I don't think I'd be mad at that. But I am intrigued by this, and there's only one place where you can get it. Uh, it's called Tino's Pizza in New York. Uh, what, uh, Oninota? No, Oninota? Oninota. Yeah, it's a New York oh. town. Yes. Okay. Oninota, there's, there's a school there. Yeah. 
Tino's Pizza. Uh, nearly 40 years ago, cold cheese was uh, conceived in the back of a bar called the Black Oak Tavern, uh, largely out of convenience. The piling of the cold cheese atop a hot slice was initially meant to prevent the diner from having to wait for their pizza to cool down or alternately burning the roof of their mouth. <laughs> the so piling of the cheese in the cold. Yeah, would, uh, would, yeah, Oneonta, right? It yes. would fix that problem. What? What type of cheese did you say it is? Mozzarella. Yeah, standard. Yeah, 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 yeah. they're just they're, what they're doing is it's it's. I like the idea. So the the, the cheese, so the, the 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 dough, the 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 tomato sauce, everything's hot, but the cold cheese is placed on top of it. Well, I, I think it's, I think it's already it's got melted cheese on it. Like it it's, it's a regular cheese. Yeah, it's already cooked. Yes. and then you just like almost like you would do with Parmesan cheese. Hot out of the oven, you put a mound, like a big mound of mozzarella, cold mozzarella cheese on top of that. Well, Which so let me ask you something. It's going to have a different consistency right. to it, it than it the will. melted cheese. What's your what's your and usually what is your ratio? How much cheese do you like on your pizza versus the tomato sauce? Uh, you uh, what, what, what? Give I, it, give me a percentage. I like you like uh, it lavished with cheese or no? If it's if it's cr- Crazy super thick. Yeah. I think it overpowers the, uh, everything else right. on the pizza. But uh, there's got to be enough. So I'd say eighty twenty. Okay, cheese to, to sauce. Maybe we made our own pizza the other night, and it sucked. He, no, here's <laughs> what I I think. That this is why I hate cooking because you take so much time to do this. I know. And then it sucks. <laughs> listen, listen, Kathy, it is honestly, and that's like it. why I've did tried I waste all my life. It is the time preparing for, you know. It wasted it's, it's, two hours of my life. It's all encapsulated like when my wife and I got on the juice kick. We got a juicer and we're there and we're cutting the Juicy. stuff up and we're doing it. And we're going to make our own juice smoothies. It's awesome. And, it's, and three hours, hours later, later, I get eight ounces of a juice. Yeah. It's like, are you kidding me? Well, Kath- so press, it was, uh, sorry, Case, I was going to say, it, it actually wasn't. That bad. Like we we ate it for dinner. Jason, I made it. Did he you cook it on a special? Stone? Right. Hold on. But it, it was yeah. it was nothing special. Right. So Jay okay. said to me as we're cooking, you know, we're, we we did the dough and all that nonsense, and uh, he was like, we should open up a pizza restaurant. And I was like, yeah, it's <laughs> a great idea. And then he's eating it. And he goes, I go, so what do you think? He goes, it's okay. He goes, but at our restaurant, maybe other people will like it more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> not well, sure. About it's how. the I'm not sure about it pizza place. Yeah, Kathy. So, I'm sorry. Kathy, Kathy's thought process. I'm sorry, Casey. Is probably that, look, this we could have saved the effort, spent a little bit of money, and gotten a better product in the whole process. I mean, with pizza, yes. But, like, it's all of cooking for me. Like, it just takes up so much time. <laughs> yeah. Have you God, seen... just give me a carrot and all I'll right. gnaw on mm-hmm. that. Let me... <laughs> have you seen the thing? It's called the, the Brava Home. It's, it's, a, it's an oven that uses... I look for any gadget like this where you put in the salmon, the vegetables, the whole thing, and it cooks everything, everything. specifically, <laughs> correctly, like oh. it uses. Like they take it, it out you, ready you, to go. You, you punch it in on the top, and it cooks everything. <laughs> Call up if you can the commercial for uh, Brava Home. It's $1,000. Oh, totally worth it. <laughs> and I mean, I'm like, what? And so the woman described it who's doing the review of it. I'm watching it. She goes, it's basically a $1,000 Easy Bake Oven. Easy Bake uh, Oven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So did yeah. you cook it on anything in particular, or did you just stick it in the oven? No, no. It came, so it came with like a, a pizza, um, like a wooden board, and then the dish that you, you know, move it to and, and cook okay. on that. And it wasn't like pre-made ingredients. We made the sauce and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, because my neighbor will. Uh, they used to own a pizza place in the Trenton area, and so like they take their pizza very serious. So when they they cook it at home, they actually bought an outdoor pizza oven, and so when they make a pizza, 
it actually tastes really, really good. And you're the, like, well, is it still open, the pizza restaurant? Oh, in Trenton? Uh, I don't know. Oh, because there's like a very famous uh, pizza restaurant in Trenton. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, when, when it, if you want something to taste good, what it comes down to are the ingredients. The ingredients yeah. have to be good. That's that's mainly. Well, what and and the, trying to that dough, trying to actually make a pizza circle. F that. You need like 19 years of training. What the hell is happening there? Uh, it doesn't have to be perfectly round, <laughs> but uh, did, but to get were it, you throwing it? Were you tossing? I it? I mean, we were trying. Okay, <laughs> I know <laughs> how to make a great pizza. You call Evo's Pizza. <laughs> I'm going to go to. Hang on, I'm going to go to Christine because she's been uh, to Tino's that I'm talking about. Oh. Hi, uh, Christine. You're on the air. Good morning. Good, Christine. So you've been there. Yes, actually. So I went to Oneonta. I graduated Oneonta in 1990. Mm-hmm. So um, cold cheese pizza has been around a very long time. Cool. Have you and ever I, seen it anywhere else besides there? No, but when I used to, so I'm originally from the Bronx. And mm-hmm. when I used to go hang out in my girlfriend's house in Brooklyn, we would order a slice <laughs> of pizza and ask them to put the cold cheese pizza on it for us, the cold cheese. Yeah. We would get very strange looks, but we were like, oh, it's an Oneonta thing, so don't worry about it. So, Christine, this was oh, so completely an Oneonta was the only place, and everybody knew, and I, th- th- this place must have been packed on, you know, off campus. Well, so there were a few pizzerias that did it, so it's kind of an Oneonta thing. Okay. It originated in the Black Oak. I I don't remember Tino's being around when I went there, um, but there were a few pizzerias that would do it. Black Oak well, had the best pizza for it. And yeah, but apparently the- uh, Black Oak Tavern is where it, it was born. Okay. I'd like yeah, to try yeah. it, actually. Yeah, me too. It's mm-hmm. so good. It's so good. <laughs> so many good memories. So many good drunken memories. <laughs> you know... <laughs> You could like Rob Wasserman has the Snap Pizza Kitchens. Yeah, you can go kind of make your own thing, and they're, that's they're great as well. Yeah. You, you could kind of take that out for a spin if you wanted to. Maybe I, I'm sure maybe they could conoinker one for you. Uh, I'm going to go to Chris. Hey, Chris. Good morning. Hey guys, how's it going? Good. Um, what, what's up, I bud? Just, I just wanted to add two things. Um, I've been there for pizza. It's really awesome, especially after a couple drinks late at night. Mm-hmm. Um, I was there back. As Christine mentioned in 1990, right around that time. And the second thing, just to add a little flavor to it, is Oneonta is really known as Stonyonta by most of the students. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You're right. I love it. I, I, that, that's a great name. Thanks, it's funny because there are a number. Yeah, and we, you know, like here, it's the same thing. And there were certain colleges that were known for their certain, like this, for this pizza or yeah. the, the food of choice that draw, that draw the student body into a certain establishment. Yep. And they can get as much notoriety based off of that as anything else. Most definitely. I will go to uh, Chuck next. Hey, Chuck, good morning. Morning, guys. How are you? Good. What's up, man? Hey, I grew up in the Pittsburgh area. We used to have a, a place called Police Station Pizza, and we always ordered our pizza, you know, cold like that, but it was always, you know, extra cheese unmelted. And they would pull it right out of the oven, and they'd just throw a big handful of cheese on it, and it would just warm it up enough to make it, where it would make it a little gooey. Yep. And it was the best pizza ever. Okay. A police I Station like Pizza. I thought that was when a convict sat on your face. <laughs> it's in the Urban Dictionary. Uh, thanks, Chuck. I, uh, yeah, it's little things like that can add uh, a different texture, a new I do like you know, it. A flavor to it. Yeah. So I, I want to try that out. I definitely want to try that out on Yeah, I want to try it. Yeah. You want to try making it? No, uh, you no, don't. No, you no, don't want to try no, it. No, I want someone else to make it, and I want to... Try yeah. it by tasting it. And you it. want them to drive it over to your house. I'm, told, I'm not even going to pick it up. I guess part of the thing, you know, I, I do find Come it, on, let's get real. I do find it interesting that you find it so difficult to cook because it is kind of crafty. Well, I was just going to say, I will sit for 
hours and do a craft. Yeah. It yeah. will take me, it'll take me three days. I'm currently uh, waterproofing a uh, planter box right now. So am I. I'm on, I'm on day three of doing it. So, okay? but that, that's your that, thing. That's your me, thing. I, I'm like, great. I can't wait to get home and finish it. Today's going to be the last the, day. At least the craft I want to support Kathy. Yes. You, you pick your thing. I, I completely understand that. I can sit with gadgets and wire and do like, like video, audio stuff, meticulous and put it together and blah, blah, blah. And I will spend... But I, 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 you know, like I'm trying to find, that's why Claire and I are trying to find that, that one thing cooking that we love to do. And you just can't find it. I, we're looking. <laughs> and, I, and actually, it ha- yeah, exactly. We can't find it. Um, so Preston, I think it is the end product. So like cook, I'm not good at cooking. So right. the end product is not great. I'm good at crafting. My end product, right. I'm proud of it. I'll display it and end case. It doesn't always last forever. All the stuff I did over Christmas, it's going to die soon. Well, you I'm know? not saying last forever, but the ratio. Let's talk about ratios and, and preparation. Pizza's versus, forever. Well, no, it's not. <laughs> but, like, you talk about preparation. So when preparing food, it yeah. takes a longer time. And then when you eat it, it takes a shorter time. It's so, true. But with your crafts, it take it may take a long time. But at least you're going to get more than I think it's 15 just the end, out of I it. think it's just the end product. I'm proud of it. I like it. It's yeah. good. And with food, it's just if I cook it, it's really just not that That's great. That's why I refuse to take banjo lessons. <laughs> <laughs> it would take too long. Yeah. Uh, but you're right, Casey. You, with, with a craft like Kathy does, you have more time to appreciate it. Yes. Uh, with a meal, it's pretty quick. And even with the meal, like, because there's that sweet spot of whether it's a, a hot meal or a, or a cold meal, whether, you know, like dessert or something like that. That the hotness, like there's there's a real good sweet spot of like this is the perfect temperature. Let me ask right you, Casey. Yeah, what food that you love has the shortest sweet spot? I I would say pizza. Pizza. Yeah. Oh, See, no. p- pizza to me is Nick. I I I I, I support your own. Yeah. No, because, because to me, cold pizza. Cold pizza is is not just is as good. Fantastic. It is not fantastic. It's good in its own right, but it is not. It's a different kind of it's good. Different good. Yeah. 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 It's different good, yeah. It's, uh, oh, my God, you know what? I forgot I had three slices in the fridge when I'm getting home from work today. Good, you know? And, like, yeah, uh, right. I, I, yes, it is a very it's, different I'm going to spank it right now in anticipation of a good. When I go into Lorenzo's at 1 in the morning after I've been to the TLA, I'm like, yeah, this is the best pizza ever. But then if I have that Lorenzo's the next day, I'm like, yeah, it's pretty damn good pizza. Yeah. But given the choice, you come home, there's a piping hot pie sitting on the counter or the cold one in the fridge, what are you going to go to? If I'm hungover, I might go for the cold. No, you I, don't. No. I, I support to, Nick. No, this. you're saying that to support uh, no. your narrative. No, I support <laughs> it because I believe, I believe that there is a, there are times He's when got I, a different taste when I would yeah. rather have out of the fridge. A little, now I don't traditionally salt my pizza. Out of the fridge, I will put a little bit of salt no on kid. it. No kidding. All right, so, you know, All right, Steve, let me try that. I have another answer for you, and that is soup. Soup has a definite, there is a sweet spot of... I like it raw out of the can with a straw. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. It's so nasty. Any uh, yeah. any fans of gazpacho in the room? Like a cold soup? Mm, not oh really. My God, not no. really. I mean, I don't... I don't... <laughs> Nick, I don't dislike it, okay. but but I'd rather have a, a hot bowl of soup. Yeah, I think I probably would too, but uh, I enjoy it in the summer. Oh, cereal as well. Cereal Preston, what, what, what is the shortest sweet spot food that you, you like? Man, uh, that's a tough one. Um, I, I don't know. Um, I, can t- I can tell you something for me. Okay. Oh, I know. And it depends. My wife makes the best chocolate chip cookies on earth. Now, um, she's she manages to keep them in the sweet spot longer, but a lot of times... Um, if you don't get them, if they start to become, yeah, I don't, I <laughs> oh, don't know. Yeah, uh, so sweet spot and it's, it's a difference between, uh, cold food. That's okay. And, and not yeah. because, um, eggs, you can't let them go cold. 
Eggs, eggs have to be hot. Cold, yeah. cold eggs. Cool. Oh, I agree. Not hot eggs I can eat are fine. Sushi has a sweet spot. Um, and it has to be hot. No, a no, week. no. <laughs> No, no, no. Uh, Takeout sushi is okay. Yeah. Uh, in restaurant sushi is better. Um, sushi that you put in the fridge the next day, not good. What about fries? What about fries? Well, fries are, yeah, that's, yeah. that's restaurant or nothing. See, meat, no. Cold fries, absolutely fine. Dude, absolutely no. No. fine. I'm not on board for cold fries. I don't yeah. even really like drive through fries that much because uh, by the time I get home, I'm like, oh, these aren't the Wait, same. your fries may get home. <laughs> Occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> it depends on if I'm driving or not, Case. <laughs> I I have a technique when it comes to my fries and that because I a lot of people like them nice and crispy. I like them just a, a I like them limp and inert, a, but that would, but but warm still. So, so that's a sweet spot. That is a sweet spot for me. But yeah. I do like to get to them before I do get home, depending on how far I am away from. If home. I get home though, and I yeah yeah no I, I see. Like, I, I can have cold fries, too, uh, out of the fridge. Yeah. Not a problem. Not a problem. Steak fries out of the fridge, too, after a meal. Fine, as well. I know like it's eating crazy. Cotton. It's like eating cotton. I do yeah. eat cotton. <laughs> you love cotton. <laughs> what, if you get, what if you get mushy fries? Oh, that's okay. You're okay with mushy fries? Too. Depending. Really? Uh, now, I'll eat them with, like, a fork. Right. You yes. know, like, yes. almost like hash brownish. Mm-hmm. It's so funny, because I really don't like steak fries, and we ordered takeout down the shore. Fries. And, uh, you know, the fries came with the burger that I got, and I didn't know that they were steak fries, so it wasn't until I got home, I was like, oh, man. You this... like everything. How do you not like steak fries? I just, what it's don't you not like about that, it? It's not that I don't like, they're just my least favorite form right. of fries. Do you want to hear something weird? So a steak fry, especially larger steak fries, are well on their way to s- skin-encapsulated baked potatoes. Yeah. I don't like baked potatoes. No. Oh, okay. All right. I don't, and I don't know why, but I like steak fries. Hang on here. I got to I got to see if this is legit or not. I'm going to Frank. Hi Frank. Good morning. Dad Zooks. Dad buddy. All right. What would you you was a girlfriend of yours? Yeah, an ex-girlfriend would take Ilio's pizza right out of the box <laughs> like frozen and just like break it off and put it in her No. Mouth. Come on. Oh, hey, I know God. somebody who used to give it to their I baby like that. that. So that's raw. That's uncooked. <laughs> well, frozen. I think it Yeah, I think like it comes pre-cooked yeah. you just have to heat it up but like she'd okay. eat it in her mouth maybe the like, meat would be cooked okay I do that with was, chicken what <laughs> like the mouth on that girl oh my god was it warm oh god I mean, yeah the <laughs> mouth on that girl was warm is that what you said he's making a joke <laughs> oh good lord you know it <laughs> okay oh. yeah. I right. can't believe you guys broke up. Yeah. Thanks, Frank. Dude, I thought I was going well, to have to... He had burns on his penis. <laughs> I thought I was going to have to put my it, son it down yesterday. It was like yesterday. banging a microwave. Go ahead. Uh, no, I was going to say I thought I had to put my son down yesterday. I walked in on him. He was eating ramen noodles raw out of the bag. Oh, I was ew. like... I've seen that. Yeah, no. I've seen that. I don't... Yeah, I don't get it, I've, I, but I've seen it. I was like, what... Is, There's what a TikTok guy whose whole yeah. thing is he eats ramen noodles I, raw. I think yeah. that's where I saw it. Yeah. We have a... There was a, a salad recipe that I had that used raw ramen in it as kind of a crunchy part. Yes. Really, really, really good. Uh, Steve, you mentioned chicken. Um, rotisserie chicken out of the fridge can be pretty damn good. I So here's the deal. I, I will tell you this. A lot of times if I – so I go to uh, – uh, you know, when I get my uh, – like a, a rotisserie chicken from Acme. Love the Acme. Okay. Uh, and now they have, Nick, I love that they've gone from the plastic containers to the Ziploc bags at the top. Yes, I agree. All right. So I will take it home, put it in the fridge. And uh, a couple of those chickens. Yeah, okay. And, and, and I agree because there's a little bit, it's a little bit easier to rip and tear and, and gnaw and <laughs> mash, gnash, mm. grind, um, eviscerate. That's me. Masticate. 
Hey, uh, there is a few texts are coming in saying that the air fryer have, rev- have air fryers have revolutionized leftover French fries. They have. They really are. It is a revelation. It can bring them back to life. It, it can bring them back to. So you're not. You may not get to a hundred percent, but you're going to be at like eighty five percent. Okay. I uh, I use impressive. the air fryer quite a bit these days. I uh, tend to toast my. Socks? My socks in the air fryer. Um, I wasn't going to say socks. I okay. was going to say bread. <laughs> okay. But, bre- uh, bread, it, bread yeah. which is very gnarly, yeah. trying to bring, you know, like if you microwave bread, mm-hmm. you have about eight seconds to <laughs> yeah. eat it before it returns to its horrible shape. Now, usually an air fryer is used for a healthier way to, yes. to get a frying thing. Right. Why would you toast bread in it? Um, well, so when I'm making eggs, um, yeah. I like to eat my eggs on toast rather than regular, just straight I know, up but bread. why do you yeah. use a toaster? I, just because the air fryer is there. Are you there. stupid? Yeah. <laughs> um. I'm just curious as to why it may be different or, or is it? Um, I don't know. Uh, I just do. Okay. I, 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 I wish I had a better answer do for you. Do you have a toaster? I do. Okay. It's right next to the air fryer. <laughs> 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 do you is know what's a, really okay? So if you want to, I wish I had a better answer for you. I don't. I was thinking of the air fryer. If, if you want to spend a thousand dollars on the Brava Home thing, uh, uh, it'll do the it'll do the toast and the eggs like at the same time, yeah. um, and that's only a thousand dollars. Do you guys use a standard toaster or a toaster oven? Oh, toaster man. oven. See, standard toaster. A toaster a, oven is too big for the countertop. I like them, but it's too big for the countertop. I, I need something Kathy, that my can toaster go oven, in a, a drawer. My toaster oven has a toaster oven part to it and a toaster slot on the top. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh. We keep our toaster in a little slide out. Yeah. Thing See, I don't have, I wish I had like that. Like a garage? Like a, a kitchen yeah, you garage? Yeah, keep a toaster garage. garage. We, had a, we had a garage in my kitchen growing up. It was nice. Dad's like in little, the garage making breakfast. It's a bread box. Uh, I think that's it. Well, a, it was a, a corner a, cabinet, and then the base uh, of the corner cabinet, yeah, it had a little bread box thing that went up, and that's oh, where we yeah, kept yeah, the toaster. Yeah. Occasionally no, the not, blender. It's not the, it's not the kitchen garage. It's, gotcha. a, uh, it's, it's a, a, cabinet. a cabinet that you open up and has Pulls a little out. tray that slides It's out. the refrigerator outhouse. Yeah, and we call it a garage. A garage. It's like an asset player. Uh, Kathy, I agree with you. It takes up a lot of space, but I like it because it, uh, it will. You can heat the whole sandwich in a toaster oven. I know. I know. I, I, I remember, like two years ago, the big gadget to have was like the all-in-one. Like, oh, the steamer! Like it did everything. It was crock pot and everything. Yeah, and I yeah, bought yeah, it yeah. My wife, she has not used it. Once. Oh, I, same oh, thing. We use it regularly. So, so let me yeah. Yeah, convince me to convince her That's that it's something new. that needs to be. What What do you love about? Just get a recipe book that, yeah. that specifically has uh, that works for that. So we made a uh, we made a salmon dish in there the other day. Uh, um, Rochelle had made um, southern green beans in it using the pressure oh. cooker version of it, which okay. had bacon in it and all this other good stuff. And um, it's just it, it it cooks quicker than a crock pot, but it's like that where you can make up a, a full pot all full right. stuff, and it's all almost right. set it and forget it type of thing. You know, I like to set it and forget it. Here is a, an appliance that is underused, and that is a griddle, right? A lot of times people just use a griddle for uh, pancakes or maybe for uh, picking out dough. <laughs> no pancakes or, or French toast, but I recommend cooking eggs. Uh, actually, cooking burgers on it as well. Oh my god, I just used one last night. Uh, we did uh, breakfast for dinner. I made French toast for Jason and it was a special kind wow. of French toast, and it also sucked, in case you were wondering. Okay? I followed the damn recipe for French toast. Kathy? Okay, it had all this added stuff, and, and it oh, my God, this is going to be so delicious. This is so easy. You just dip it in a freaking egg. No. No, it's not sucked. just an egg. No. Well, no, it had, no, it had cinnamon and nutmeg. Like milk? All, milk, yes, okay. all of it, whole thing, but I'm you made a sandwich yeah. of it, so it didn't cook the freaking inside. So why make the sandwich? Like, what, this doesn't make any I sense. I want Kathy's food. 
Food Network show. I know, right? Well, that sucked, too. Don't <laughs> well, waste your time. Pour and up next, I, I need to come watch you cook, okay? Yeah. That's the thing. You're doing something wrong. I should make wrong. my bad video. You're using... <laughs> You're, using, well, that you're probably using the wrong temperatures <laughs> and stuff like that. Will it suck? Well, no, Kat Hiramato's, well, that sucked. <laughs> well, it, suck. it, it didn't give a temperature, so I just guessed. Are on you my sure? Griddle. Tonight yes, on yes. Will That Sucked, French Toast. Your and I thought that. I'm like, why Why is it not giving me a temperature right now? Uh, well, I mean, it didn't say medium high or anything like that? Or? Mine has no, numbers. No, no. Yeah, no, Case, I'm talking about the recipe didn't give me a temperature. Okay, I thought you meant your griddle didn't have numbers. (laughs) Yeah, griddle is essentially just a big frying pan. Anything you make in a frying pan, if you want to make more of it, you can do it on a griddle. So, Kath, for uh, Christmas, my cousin told me about this thing that I ended up making, which was amazing. And so he makes... Or his wife makes um, Captain Croach, uh, Crunch French Toast. Captain Crunch. <laughs> Captain Crotch yeah, French Toast. See. So you crush yeah, hi, up. My name is Captain Crotch. You crush up Captain Crunch. Right. And then you encrust your French Toast with that. I went a step further and I did it with Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Ooh. Amazing. That sounds good. Amazing. Tonight yeah. on Well That Sucked, I've been joined by Captain Crotch. <laughs> well, that totally sucks. sucks. Wait, what what did you say the name of my show is? Well, that sucked. Well, well, that sucked, yeah. Yeah, With Kathy Romano. Next time I cook, which probably won't be for a while because I did two days in a row. Yeah. uh, I'll let you 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 usually do breakfast for dinner because it's the easiest thing to do, right? (laughs) I cooked two days in a row for you, she's telling her family. (laughs) Do you not know? Well, that's so difficult. Then. Well, that sucked. <laughs> I'm going to take video of my next recipe. <laughs> so what's on the menu tonight, Kath? Puppies? Um, no, you know what? I'm going out tonight. Okay. So. <laughs> wow. You got it. We should, uh, you know, just put her on a Facebook Live. Press the Steve Facebook Live page. Yeah, next we'll time. Do that. I will. Next time I cook something, I'll, I'll do that. <laughs> um, Hang on a second here. Let me go to Bill. Hi, Bill. Good morning. Yeah, very well done. Excellent, excellent. What's up, Bill? So I've got a buddy. It does not matter what it is. It could be soup, pasta, eggs, anything. He refuses to heat it up. And it is the weirdest thing. Uh, All all leftovers (laughs) cold out of the fridge, huh? Anything. So you know what I um. Th- there's a lot that I can handle. There's some things I I would have to heat up. One thing I do like um, you know, I go to Primos. I will always I will always microwave my oh yeah the sandwich yeah. So huh. if I'll get my my one of my my hoagie of choice many times is the turkey, the low fat Swiss scooped roll mayonnaise and seasoning, which is just like 500 calories for a Primo size. And hoagie. nice. How uh, how long do you microwave it? An hour. Dude, no, no, no. I do it for about 45 seconds. Dude, do it in the air fryer for five minutes. I swear to God. That's five minutes. I, I That's four and a half minutes I'm not eating it. <laughs> it's a grinder. I mean, essentially, you're just, you're just creating a grinder, but the yeah. grinder is a... Or is a, a sub, as they call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the microwaves yeah. are great, but uh, for if you want to heat thoroughly all the way through an yeah. oven is is a better way to go uh but let me but it does obviously if you're in a hurry that's not the way to go i'll go to joe next hey joe good morning good morning guys how are you good what's up buddy steve you hit my sweet spot man i'm a rotisserie chicken guy yeah i love it. i i i devour the skin god i'm so fat i love it i'm so happy well, I went, I went to a local supermarket on Monday to grab rotisserie chicken. I saw them in the bag. I'm like, what the hell's going on? I didn't yeah. know they were in a bag. Yeah. So I brought them home. I got I was all salivating. I couldn't wait to get home. 
I take them out of the bag and they're all skins all shriveled like I was an 80 year old woman at the pool. Yep. It was it was horrible. Really? So I threw them in the air fryer for about five minutes. God, Lord, oh man, it was the most the best thing I ever had in my life. It was crispy. Wow. It was too, huh. and it was it was great. It was Dude, like so was, so like I, honestly, I don't know if you've been to, but, thanks, but Joe. the Acme um, rotisserie chicken section is great, and I like I'll do the rosemary chicken, or they have the you know the, oh yeah barbecue the, yeah, yeah barbecue I can't original. get through there without buying it. It's, it smells <laughs> so damn do good. Do you know what's bizarrely good too? And not bizarrely, I we we love them. We love Acme to death. They're freaking fried chicken. <laughs> I don't eat fried chicken a lot because it's high in calories. Yes. Yeah, you would hope it would be the other way, but it's not. It, it's yeah. so. But but over the holidays, I went and got a, a bunch of their fried chicken. Sweet Jesus, it's good. You know, uh, Wawa now has these like really good uh, grilled chicken breasts, and then it's like a lemon pepper chicken. Do you see those? In, I have in the refrigerated little yeah, like island that they have. What's that? Pre-made. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my son swears by them. Um, Although I don't, I don't trust. He says palate. they're dog water. <laughs> <They've> been, <laughs> he says they're not dog water. <laughs> They've been starting to open up more of these Royal Farms. Have you guys seen those popping yeah. up? Yeah. Uh, and I think, and I only went in one one time, but now I'm seeing more of them in my region opening up. They're big. Yeah. Uh, but I think like fried chicken and stuff like That's that their yeah. is their special. Really? Yeah, they have yeah. that one by uh, by the Lansdale exit off yep. the Northeast Extension. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I have not sampled it as of yet. Royal Farms. I don't know if there's any near me. I, mm. ma- around near Mount Airy area? But, I'm so, have, yeah. but you're right, Steve. Fried chicken is so good. But it's just tremendously Do you remember high in calories. Was it Del- Delilah's? At yeah. The, uh, yes. At Reading Terminal Market. Where the hell did that go? They, they, yeah, they, they went closed up. up shop quite a while ago. They were legendary for both that and their mac and cheese. In yep. fact, they squared off against uh, Bobby Flay. And Oprah had picked it as the best. Yeah. It was it was either the chicken or the mac and cheese that she I think it might have been the mac and cheese that she said was the best in the country and of what course what the hell happened there I, I mean it just we it had pulled, Delilah in the studio we did at Y one hundred just pulled time. up steaks and disappeared she even gave me her, her secret recipe or just an idea of the secret recipe yeah and you well, still have was, that it was I think it was buttermilk and hot sauce and uranium uh, that was soaking <clears> the chicken in that uh, but of course a lot of places do uh, pickle juice which is what. Um, Chick-fil-A does. Yeah. They marinate their uh, their chicken in pickle juice, which helps give it its wonderful flavor. It's a brine. Of pickle sorts. juice on your French toast can? Yeah. <laughs> no, but I did well, wait. Well, that sucked. <laughs> I did wait in the Chick-fil-A line uh, at like 9 o'clock at night on our way back from uh, Jason's doing snowboarding at Spring Mountain. And uh, on our way back, he was starving. I'm like, okay, yeah. Waited in line. Literally was one car away from ordering. And he woke up and he goes, I'm so tired. I'm not hungry anymore. I don't want oh. anything. I was like. Oh, well, that right, doesn't man. matter. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> that doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> one car. One yeah. car away. Uh, let's see. Somebody says Lou Turk says great fried chicken, Casey. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe I'll go. <laughs> Seventh heaven. Oh, well, okay. Do they have rotisserie chickens in most trip clubs? Rotisserie, yes, absolutely. <laughs> no. You know that pole they swing on? Yeah. It's they turn that gr- sideways <laughs> later on. They put chickens on them. And they the penthouse no, but I know they have hot dogs now. Yeah, yeah right. that's right. I don't know if the penthouse club is around anymore, but they had, like, really good steaks there. For 15 minutes, we've been waiting in line. <laughs> yeah. Hang on a second. I want to go to Ross talking about leftovers here. Hey, Ross, good morning. Good morning. How you all doing? Good. What's up, buddy? Oh, you know, as you can imagine. Yes. yes. As, you can imagine. Yes. as you can imagine. Yeah. Uh, what's up, bud? I got a friend of mine that anytime he has leftovers, no matter what it is, he keeps it on the kitchen table at room temperature for days and no. eats it, never gets sick. Hmm. 
Mm. So there are some foods you can um, do that with, and yeah. and that if they're cooked, you're fine. Uh, but there's also a risk with others. A lot of people refrigerate their bread, which they need not do, right? Uh, we do that. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think you need to do it. I think yeah. it's mainly air that is the culprit right. uh, when it comes to uh, having like bread go bad. Re- um, refrigerating bread makes it go stale. Like, it, it doesn't taste as fresh. No, it stick it in the air fryer and you're good to go. Um, that's yeah, what you're I whipping that mother out all the time. We refrigerate bread. Um, it's a... It's a battle that I just, I don't even fight anymore. So I, okay. I did win the refrigerating peanut uh, butter battle. The butter battle? Is the it, peanut butter battle. a bit of battle over butter battle. My wife would stick peanut butter in the fridge. a bit of battle over fiddle fat. Over peanut butter. Yeah, and you can't spread peanut butter when it's How'd you win that one? With whole sex? Uh, yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> uh, she was like, you promise? Okay. <laughs> so spreading, right. spreading peanut butter on bread when it's cold, yeah, it's very yeah. difficult to do that. Yeah. yeah it's not very malleable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe I should. I won't have to kiss it? Yeah. Okay. Put it wherever, wherever you want. That's how I'm going to win all my battles from now on. Is that yeah. with, with old sex? <laughs> you promise? Yeah. I won't have sex with you. Okay. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yes, you can have a tractor. <laughs> here's a gun. Yes. <laughs> all of the things that I want in life. Here's that. Here's that infinity lap pool. In the... Right. Right. You can have a tractor. I found a picture of the. Pizza I promise not to use my mouth on her. Of the pizza I made, I'm gonna post it. Really? Okay. Let me take a look at it. You took a picture of it? The fail? Listen, listen, ugly pizza can taste great. If it looks bad, it's no big deal. Well, that I've, sucks. But if it tastes bad, that sucks. Too. <laughs> All right. Anyhow, I had never heard of cold cheese pizza before. Yeah. And I am intrigued by the idea. If you're just tuning in, it's not pizza that's left over and it was in the fridge. Let me see, Kathy. Nick's dying yeah. laughing. So. <laughs> It does not look good. What, oh, yeah, what that's is that? <laughs> and it took us two hours. Oh, my God. They say there's no such thing as bad pizza. But... Did you did you make the dough? Did you make your own dough? No, I bought the dough at home. It, it, it took you two hours? <laughs> I could drive to Ocean City and get a Mac and Mac <laughs> pizza. Listen, the sauce took like 45 minutes in itself Would you, to make the sauce. How'd you... You it it would, like, crushed mason. tomatoes and, like, oh, all, yeah, like, And we, you, have to, you have to heat it. And, yeah, and like, all that so that's okay. a little... Yeah. That, it, it looks that like they it. pulled yeah. that pizza out of a pizzeria that exploded. Kath, that's supposed <laughs> to be done, like, the day before. So you, that's that's things you do in advance. So I, two days to make pizza? Are you ever Kathy, kidding me? when it basically falls out of the sky, you can do so many places. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was, like, 45 minutes, like, delivery. So support, support small business and just order. Right, right. All right, anyhow, that's all the connoisseur time we have for today. But we did learn a lot, and I only burned up one story in the process. <laughs> uh, we need to take a break and come back because we have the Bizarre File, and we also have, yes, another chance at winning $500. No sad dough. It's on the way, and we'll be right back. Spotlights the best rock in Philadelphia with Jackson's local shots. That's right, and this month's band is Party Muscles. Party Muscles, your local shots artist of the month. Check them out every Wednesday at 6:30 right here on the Mighty MMR. And you can hear and see more now at WMMR.com. Keyword local shots. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Philly. Well, here we are again, just like we were at 8 o'clock <laughs> with about two and a half minutes to kill before we go. Uh. <sighs> 
Are you looking for the name, Preston? Do we talk about banjos again? I think so. I think it's a fertile subject. Uh, Nick, was I looking for the name of who? Michael Abdead that Steve was just talking about? Yeah. 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 Actually, we were having an off-air discussion here. I sent you a link to the uh, the information, Preston, and the the post that popped up. A series of uh, movies called Up? Yeah. So what? He's a, a a great documentarian and just a great filmmaker. He passed away. He's seventy nine, British, and he what he did is he he went to he went to a school and got about eight kids and got them at seven, then revisited them at fourteen, then twenty one, and then just kept going up in, in increments. So every did, seven years, did a documentary film, and you're watching the kids with the world in front of them, mm-hmm. and, and then how things change and how people realize some dreams and how. You realize certain things about life, and it's there's been nothing like it ever committed to film. It's just amazing because over the amount of time it takes place, you can't you can't phone it in, you can't fake right, it. Right. It's happening generationally, and that was the whole idea to keep revisiting and the commitment to it yeah. is just amazing. Where it, can it I looks find like it? the last one? I'm sorry, Casey is uh, 63 up. Right, so that's where they they I guess he passed away, and, and right. so it ended there. Uh, Case Steve was saying it's available on streaming platforms. Well, wherever there's documentaries, yeah, the, the whole series exists. Okay. You can find it. Yeah, I watched it originally on PBS, and so I know it aired there. And several of them, I believe, there are seven total. Um, but Casey, I actually saw it in my local library not that long ago, so you can get it at yours as well. Hmm. And do you, any idea how many kids they? Uh, I forget uh, what, what the original the number is. was. Yeah. Uh, one or two passed away, I think. Or uh, yeah, I, but it's it's it, there's there's so many stories involved, and just but just to watch. It's never been cap. I mean, you could. Yeah. This you're alive now. You can go back and look at people go through decades and how they age, and it's just amazing. The, the only thing I've ever seen quite like that, and it's nothing to this scope, but there was a guy who, for like thirty years, maybe even longer, uh, on New Year's Eve, yeah. would cut just a short clip of him right. wishing everybody a happy New Year, and he did it every year without stop. And so they're only like thirty seconds, long, right? So you can sit through all of them pretty quickly. And it's wild to watch him age yeah. uh, that way. Wow. Uh, yeah, and, and it really gives you an idea of, yeah, it, you know, the father time, it, it, it does. he does his business. But while he's doling out the crappier parts of it, there's also... Um there's also good aspects of it, too. So that's, that's yeah. therein lies the mystery of life and the banjo. And money, too, because yeah. sometimes that happens. 93.3 WMMR presents... And here we are with another chance for you to win $500. There's a word that you need, and you have to send it to us. The word is sight, spelled S-I-T-E, not as in seeing with your eyes, as in like a website, S-I-T-E. And you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. Three ways to do it via text to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or to be entered automatically into winning the $10,000 grand prize, you can enter on the MMR app or at WMMR.com. You need that word, site, S-I-T-E. One random entry wins $500 in our company-wide contest. That person will get a call from our company, Beasley, so make sure that you do answer your phone. Contest rules available at WMMR.com. Good luck to you. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Finally. And it is brought to you this morning by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings app and use the code ROCK to get in on the action. 
Well, uh, another day, another load of illegal meat seized at Newark Liberty International Airport. Damn it! I know. You know, this many days without meat incident, it's back you know to what zero. I love? Meat. A uh, U.S. Customs and Border Protection canine named Cody discovered 88 pounds of prohibited swine meat in a suitcase coming off a flight from Kosovo. Cody and his handler were examining luggage at the New Jersey airport when the dog alerted the CBP officer to a suspicious suitcase containing the meat. This luggage has swine meat in it. The passenger... You can talk! ...who claimed <laughs> the suitcase admitted that he had brought the homemade sausages with him. Uh, swine meat cannot be imported into the U.S. from certain regions under U.S. Department of Agriculture regulations because... Right, scumbag, where it's going to? Uh, I got it, Cody. I'm good. <laughs> Because of the risk of spreading an illness like foot and mouth disease. Yes. Uh, the importation of swine meat, though seemingly harmless to the general public, could cause grave damage to our economy and agricultural industry. Wouldn't it be funny if that was the one thing Kathy could prepare well? <laughs> swine meat. <laughs> you ever had her swine meat? But my her, swine her pizza meat. and French toast sucks. <laughs> but swine. nobody's better with swine meat. Uh, the passenger who... Well, brought, that sucked. ...brought the homemade sausages... <laughs> was released without a penalty because he declared them when he arrived in the country. Uh, this is the second time in a matter of days the CBP reported stopping illegal meat at Newark Airport. Show us your meat. Carl Gamby had a bizarre first day at work, and it was self-inflicted. According to investigators, Gamby went into a restroom and injected himself with bath salts and fentanyl. Oh, my God. During his first shift as a clerk at the Econo Lounge. As he stumbled out of the bathroom, he grabbed a female co-worker from behind and kissed her neck. He then took off his shirt and repeatedly tried to get the woman to kiss him as she yelled for him to get away from her. Get away from me. <laughs> well, she's got a deep voice, man. She does yeah. have a bit of a deep... Get away from me. Um... <laughs> Uh, as she drove away, Gamby yelled, before you leave, I just want to show you something. And that's when he started to take off his pants. Oh, man. Yeah. Gam- I don't want to talk to you. Gamby was naked. Taking your pants off. Gamby was naked. By myself, I'll take you physically. <laughs> Gamby was naked when the cops arrived a few moments later. Uh, his clothes were strewn across the motel lobby, and he used a syringe, and a used syringe found lying on the ba- bathroom sink. Uh, security cameras at the Econo Lounge Lodge had recorded the whole thing. It was a good first day. Uh, the recording showed Gamby was naked by the time the woman's car left the parking lot. By the way, when do we talk vacation? <laughs> um, uh, bat, I mean, the basalt stuff is the kind of stuff people have been on when they, they try to eat people. Right, yeah. right, yes. So a kiss is, I, I know this sounds horrible, but that's a win. Uh, nearly two years after the incident, the state superior court panel has refused Gamby's plea to overturn the incident. Uh, the assault conviction handed to him by a Dauphin County jury. Bad Gamby. Uh, in Vermont, a Paralympian and former standout Burlington High School athlete had his car stolen along with his prosthetic legs. Oh, it sucks. Police say that it happened this past weekend. Uh, Muji Carmen was staying at a local hotel when somebody took off of his car and three prosthetic legs, including two for competitive running. Uh, the car was recovered uh, police uh, by I police. I assume the third was a backup, right? Uh, I don't know. Uh, but they didn't find the prosthetic legs. They were gone. So someone's got legs and they won't know how to use them. After, 
After investigating, authorities were able to locate the two prosthetic running legs valued at approximately $25,000. But another pair remains missing. So maybe there were four legs altogether. Uh, anyone with, uh, anyone with information is asked to call the police, and they can remain anonymous, by the way. Well, what's worse, being lame or being locked up? Two Vero Beach youths evidently were both after being escorted. Um, huh? Uh, two Vero Beach Beach youths evidently were both, meaning lame and locked up. Oh. After being escorted from a female acquaintance's home and allegations of swiping three golf carts. <sighs> uh, the case of the lame and locked up began at about 3.53 in the morning when a deputy reported spotting a golf cart driven by what appeared to be two juveniles. The deputy followed the cart, which ended up being abandoned. Deputies stated that they had apprehended an 18-year-old man who reportedly exited tall brush and started running, and a 15-year-old boy, both Vero Beach residents. The 15-year-old boy said that he and the older team were visiting a female friend in a mobile home park. At about 1 a.m., they were in a verbal altercation with their friend who reportedly thought they were lame. You're lame! And they escorted them from the residence. Where'd you get those legs? The two (laughs) teens started looking for golf carts because they lacked transportation home, and they took back roads for miles. And old W had nabbed them. After being accused by the female acquaintance of being lame, both were locked up, each on at least three counts of grand theft, by the way. So they're in... Uh, Is drinking involved that night? Spot of trouble. I'm going to guess... You are a lush. I can tell by looking at you. <laughs> Stealing golf carts. I'll take you out back. I'll have you both physically and mentally. And spiritually. Wow. I'll do it all. Spiritually, mentally, physically. It's all over. By myself. By I'll take myself. you physically. And right. By the end of the evening, you'll worship me as your Lord and Savior. Uh, we need to take a break, and don't forget, you got a few minutes left to enter the word "site" spelled S-I-T-E. Do not text it to here uh, in the studio. You need to text it to our special contest short code number, which is four five nine one one. And of course, you can enter through the MMR app and WMMR.com. If you do it those two ways, you will be registered for the ten thousand dollar grand prize. So, good luck to you. Going to find a winner very, very soon. Be back in a moment. Stay with us. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. May I make a prediction about the song we just played? Please do. That will become Kathy's number one French toast-making song. Ah! <laughs> She's in the kitchen, just enjoying yeah. her day. And you know what's another thing? <laughs> I think it also takes me so long because I... So I have to follow a recipe because I really yeah. don't know how to not to. Um... And I take, like, I'll read step one six times before I actually yeah. do it. Right. You know what I mean? And then and I have all the ingredients laid out, but then I'll go back and check and make sure all the ingredients are there. I'm like you. Yeah. With that. But I'm, I'm a, the same thing that could be a pain in the ass with cooking is it works to your benefit if, like, you're building something from Ikea or if you're doing anything, you know, technical or, yeah. But, yeah, I hear you. I tried caulking something the other day and uh, I put it on Instagram and I somebody commented and I said, uh, what's it? I forget what I about the glue. I said, how, how do you put the caulk in the caulk gun? And somebody messaged me and said, you hire someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good point. You also yeah. complained about the color of the caulk. Yeah, because, because it was supposed clear, to be clear, right? And it yeah. was white. Yeah, it turns clear. Yes, it sure does. Yeah, this black yes. caulk. <laughs> you, have to, you have to let it sit there for you a little have to bit. Let it dry. <laughs> I didn't know that. I've never caulked before. <laughs> mm. Hey, by the way, speaking of all this food preparation and and all that, and of course it leads to restaurants and and even small businesses, any type of small business. 
We have switched over our Love You Hate You line. We've changed it. It is now the Love You Help You line. It's just a little gesture that we can do here on the Preston and Steve Show and WMMR to maybe assist some businesses that are going through some financial trouble. And uh, it's simple. You can go to uh, PrestonandSteve.com uh-huh. and, and follow the information there. Uh, details on how you can get your message to our audience. So we will be playing back messages from local business owners uh, that are promoting their business, a little 30-second thing that you can do if you have a business that needs some help. And we do ask that it's legitimately businesses that need help, not just to promote your business because you have a business. Right. Because if, you, if, you're, if you're doing great, don't call in. Yeah. Uh, we we want to help out the ones that are struggling if possible. That's really what it's about. And, and uh, you know, f- for that to that point, I mean, we, we do know of ones that are really, you know, in desperate situations, and that's where we're looking to help here. And then uh, we've got uh, some tips for you when you check out uh, the website on what makes a, a good message. So before you call, uh, make sure you go to w- or com and check the details and, and you know, maybe uh, give you some ideas of what little script you can write out, and then you do it. And then the messages are going to air weekdays uh, about 8 a.m., and uh, then again throughout the rest of the day a few other times. And it's sponsored by friends at Dell Automotive Group. So... Uh, you can now do that, the Love You Help You line. Right now, we're going to do today's lesson question. And I think we have to go with this. What's the name of Kathy's cooking show? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. What is the name of Kathy's cooking show? 215-263-WMMR. While you're calling in, we'll do this. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, let's see what we get. Steve, what stories today? Well, Gwyneth Paltrow is sharing the rather risque requirements that could convince her to act in a movie again. Paltrow says she would insist... On her own cup. No. Hey! Anne Hathaway suggested to Jimmy Fallon that she really would prefer to go by the name Annie, saying that's what her friends call her. Hathaway says she's been slowly restoring her real name from the original name her agent suggested, Jiz Pudhoffer. Whoa! Oh, my God. And finally, Mary Kate Olsen and her estranged husband, Olivia, Olivier Sarkozy, have officially reached a divorce settlement. Olsen will receive... Full custody, but Sarkozy will get to spend holidays and every other weekend with their cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood track. All right, we'll go to the phone, see if we can get an answer to this question. What's the name of Kathy's cooking show? 215-263-WMMR. And I will go to Andy. Hi, uh, Andy, you are on the air. Good morning. Andy! Am I on the frickin' radio? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Frickin' right. Uh, all right, do me a favor and tell me the name of Kathy's cooking show. Well, that sucked. Yes! <laughs> that sucked. Duh. All right, Andy, hang on. Freaking horrible French toast. I'm gonna give you... <laughs> We're going to give you a Fandango now rental code for the premium video on-demand release of News of the World. Critics are calling News of the World a towering piece of movie making. Tom Hanks is magnificent from director Paul Greengrass and Universal Pictures... Uh, presents Tom Hanks in the News of the World, rated PG-13, in theaters now, on demand, January 15th. Have way. you been seeing the restoration of Charlie Sheen that is currently uh, happening? No. Oh. So they have him pairing up with his dad for these commercials yes. for a, a pharmaceutical, cheap pharmaceutical search engine, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they're... Martin's great in it. They, well, they got rid of yeah. Charlie's grill. Right. And they're saying, I'm trying to look a little normal. Nice. Nice. No, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll have to look for that. Real quick, text message. I'd mentioned the uh, the Pretty Reckless song. I'd totally forgotten about this. I said that the guitar solo sounded interesting. Yeah. 
It's Tom Morello. There you go. That's why. Oh my I was God. like, it was a unique sounding Duh. guitar uh, solo, and I forgot it's he was Tom Morello on the album with him. So. He probably freaking reported it in freaking music news. Well, I, in fact, I did many yeah. times. Yeah. yeah. All right. Speaking of Preston and Steve's music news on ninety three three WMMR. Freaking none of it. Yeah. Time for the freaking music news. <laughs> Uh, the comedic new music video for Corey Taylor's single, Samantha's Gone, stars several familiar faces. I had mentioned that Steel Panther is in it. Yeah. A few other people. Vanderpump Rules, Tom Sandoval. <laughs> Vanderpump Rules. Uh, and then... Freaking reality show. This is the one that I liked most. Uh, actor Dean Cameron. Of course, I did not recognize who that was. Oh. So I looked him up. You know who he is? Is ski school? Uh, in I, summer school? Or he's summer school. Yeah. He's chainsaw. Yeah. Oh, I From love that guy. I do, too. Yeah. yeah. I he's, do, too. He's, uh, so he appears in, uh, Nick, he appears in It's Always Sunny. Yes, he does. Uh, he does? Uh, we, yeah, yeah. When when uh, when uh, Glenn wants to open up his own ski school. Right. Do you remember this one, Press? Did you see that episode? I didn't. It's hilarious because. <laughs> yeah, and he's in ski school as well. Yeah, yeah he is. Because yeah. Charlie says. In all these years, I've never heard you mention you wanted to because all they wanted to do is do a parody or do do a you know a tribute to ski to that to that movie. Yep. And, and he goes, uh, he goes, I never heard you once mention it. And he goes, Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, <laughs> so, well, he's in this video. That's great. Uh, and he will be playing the role of a lead singer of an indie rock band whose bandmates include uh, Greg Grunberg. Uh, Greg Grunberg is another one of the one of oh yes. those guys. Yeah. yeah. So he was in Lost and Heroes. He's also been in some of the Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. And you would trust he, me, you'd he, recognize him if you saw him. He is good friends with uh, like Kevin Smith, and uh, he's a big pop culture dude. JJ yep. Abrams is one J. of JJ Abrams. Is, yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, Latin music's uh, uh, Travis Miguel, uh, guitarist Ace Von Johnson from Fasty. Faster Pussycat and L.A. Guns. Jackie Bam Bam will be very familiar with him. Roy Clark. And musician uh, Jonah Nimroy. Uh, Taylor told Consequence of Sound. What is this? Roy, Roy Clark. Clark. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> we are the only rock station in America right now playing Roy Clark. Yes. I think I it's a fair you. statement. <laughs> Go, Roy. All right, anyway. Uh, Taylor told Consequence of Sound that it was an honor to have Roy Clark in his music video. Uh, no, but he actually said the video for Samantha's Gone served two purposes, uh, making fun of so-called indie rock bands and getting all my friends together to hang out and have a good time. We all went back and forth between having fun and social distancing. Freaking blast. Uh, Samantha's Gone is included in Taylor's debut solo album, CMFT. And I also got my Crestor at a discount. Crestor. <laughs> Uh, Foo Fighters' new single, Waiting on a War, is out today, and it's on Dave Grohl's birthday. Ah. Uh, Dave said about the track, as a child growing up in the suburbs of Washington, D.C., I was always afraid of war. I had nightmares of missiles in the sky and soldiers in my, my backyard, most likely brought upon uh, by the political tension of the early 1980s and my proximity to the nation's capital. He said, my youth was spent under the dark cloud of a hopeless future. Waiting on a War will be featured on the band's forthcoming album, Medicine at Midnight, which is coming out on February 5th. Uh, set for release on March 5th are two classic Ronnie James Dio-fronted Black Sabbath albums, 1980's Heaven and Hell and 1982's Mob Rules. Each record will be available digitally as a double CD and two LP set uh, due to space constraints. 
Both vinyl editions include a selection of bonus material from the CDs available now as digital singles or a rare live version of Heaven and Hell and previously unreleased live version of The Mob Rules. Ronnie had replaced Ozzy in Black Sabbath in 1979 with Heaven and Hell, earning the band rave reviews with such instant classics as Neon Knights and the title track. Def Leppard fans are in for a treat with the newly launched Def Leppard Vault. The contents of the vault have been personally selected by the band members. Joe Elliott, Phil Collin, Vivian Campbell, Rick Allen, and Rick Savage. Is this like the Gene Simmons safe? Or the I don't case? think it's like the safe, okay. no. But uh, who, due to the ongoing pandemic, uh, had a chance to mine their personal and group collections for the material now spotlighted in the virtual museum. Uh, the Def Leppard Vault will serve as a constantly curated museum, including special installations where fans can gather to see the band's history from 1977 to now. Uh, the site will frequently be updated with new and rare content. So it's just a site. It's, there's not I an guess actual so. vault. Yeah. Yep. So uh, the uh, Joe Elliott had said after months of digging through our personal rock and roll closets or warehouses, nonetheless. Uh, we present to you our history. Our historic vault will continually be updated with installments that you may have seen with some gems I promise you've never heard or seen. It's a true backstage pass for any Def Leppard rock and roll fan. Please step inside and walk this way. Step inside. Walk, walk this way. way. There you go. Uh, so I guess it's just a website. It sorts. is just a website because I saw I saw that they had purchased the Spirit of St. Louis. So I thought they were actually <laughs> setting up a physical museum. No. Um the uh, quick question is completely off, completely off subject. Feel free. The Wawa um, vault hidden section on the menu. Yeah, does that still exist? Well, I don't know because you had like a combination lock to that. Remember that there was like a yeah, it was like a, in the like the corner yes. of the right. screen, and it was like a hidden menu. I was just curious. Yeah. I haven't heard anything about that. Didn't in mean a to while. go completely off there, no. but you you mentioned vault and hidden stuff, and yeah, step inside. Maybe this way, Wawa has new food today. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> so uh, maybe someone can uh, text in about that. We'll find out. One last story, uh, and Dave Grohl's back in this one. Birthday boy, once again. Sammy Hagar, the Grateful Dead's Bob Weir, and Daryl Hall are all among the performers set to play. Uh, John Oates Song Fest 7908 is what it's called. Mm. So Dave Grohl, Sammy Hagar, Grateful Dead's Bob Weir, Daryl Hall, and others. Uh, it will be led by Oates and his wife Amy, and it's a joint effort by FeedingAmerica.org, Nugs.net, and Drive Entertainment Group to benefit Feeding America. Bodacious Nugs. The streaming event will take place March 20th. Free of charge on multiple internet platforms and will include a donation component for viewers to support feedingamerica.org, whose mission is to support food banks across the country. Uh, other artists that are on... Do we know if, uh, if Hoagie Fest is... If, I mean... I don't think they've announced anything yet. It's yeah, too, I'm curious. Too away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was just going to say that uh, I didn't know anything about Nugs and Nugs TV a year ago. Uh, but they've really started to put together some impressive live performances. They did all the Pearl Jam stuff. They're ah. doing this one, too. And so I subscribe to them now uh, through a few different um, hmm. online platforms. And mm-hmm. they're great. They, there is a lot of really cool live music on there, especially, you know, in this day and age when we're not seeing much live music in person. So this is a way to sort of um, satiate, satiate you while you're waiting. Did you have a seizure last night when the uh, the, the uh, Jeremy spoke in class? Uh-huh. <laughs> I was pissed because nobody got it. <laughs> nobody got I it. Know. Well, on Jeopardy? I mean, on Jeopardy. Yeah. They were taking lyrics. He spoke in, he class, spoke in class today. Yeah. Mm. No one got it. Uh, by the way, Nugs, is it is it strictly a music 
Mostly, yeah. It I, was I pot. That's what we called it. Dank, sure. Dank Nugs. Dank Nugs, yeah, but I haven't seen, uh, and maybe that's where it came from, Case. I don't know who owns it. I don't know what the, what the platform originally was, but um, they do a great job at curating live music. Other artists, uh, other artists on board to perform are uh, Jim James, Keb Moe, Sean Colvin, Michael Franti, Bill, or uh, Big Kenny. Kenny? <laughs> He's Big Kenny. Uh, that's that guy, Kenny. That guy's huge. <laughs> <laughs> Melina Moy and Jim Lauderdale. Guy's enormous. I don't know any of those people except Sean Colvin. I know Fort Lauderdale. Jim, Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Jim James is uh, my morning jacket. Okay. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, John Oates said in a statement announcing Oates Fest, this will be an enter- this will be an entertaining and innovative way for the music community to share their songwriting creativity in an effort. Uh, uh, to help feed America's hungry families in need. And that's the last story. Uh, that's all you need, man. And music news, that's it. We all got right. it all. Let's take a break, come back in a second, and you'll need a letter for the Word of the Week, so we will get that for you in just a moment. Stay with us. We'll be right back. 93.3 WMMR. Streaming on WMMR.com. Our mobile app, your smart speaker, and now at Radio.com. What a day it has been. Uh, had some announcements, gave away some money. That's always a great thing. Talked to some friends, made a new friend. You got to love that. Uh, so thank you to new friend, uh, Mana Subari, who is on this morning. I don't think we've ever talked to her before. No, or I don't we? think so. You know, yeah. talk, li- talking to her reminded me of the, the actress who was in American Beauty, Thora Birch. Yes. Yes. Did we, you ever hear about her anymore? She had Mm-mm. gone to finish her degree after American Beauty, I think. School? And then, and then just kind of freaking school. Freaking school. Um... And then I think she just uh, no. She was to in something in. recently. Oh, was uh, she? Yeah, right. within I remember seeing her, or at least her Walking name. Dead case. That's what it was. Season ten go. of The Walking Dead. Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> I did so not. Bitch. bitch. I had no so idea. Bitch. So bitch. What is that? Uh, is that Jesse the Body Ventura? Nope. No. What nope. is it? It's from uh, Smokey and the Bandit. <laughs> okay. Buford oh, T. Man. Justice. Yeah. Yeah. So Some bitch. bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, when I get home, I'm going to punch your mama right in the mouth. <laughs> don't hit me, Daddy. <laughs> Anyhow, right, uh, yeah. but I don't know. Jesse Ventura may have said some bitch at some Maybe. point, Casey. I yeah. don't know. Thor Birch, yeah, she's uh, she's in Walking Dead, so I guess it's the latest from her. <laughs> we got to the bottom of that. We'll back up to Mina Suvari, and she was on to promote a movie called Don't Tell a Soul. Thank you to Jose Garces. Yeah! Celebrity chef, and he has a new brand and personal brand uh, where you can get some uh, video instruction from him, and uh, you can just do a search on Chef Garces. You're going to find out all the information. And we, leading into that, we had an announcement because, of course, the uh, restaurant industry has been facing some pretty struggling times, some debilitating. Yes. Uh, so we want to do what we can to help out any small business. It doesn't just have to be the restaurant business, and it's a little thing that we can do. But if everybody does a little bit, maybe it adds up to a lot. Um, so we have changed the love you hate you line to the love you help you line. Oh. And what you can do is go to PrestonSteve.com. Uh, you can learn how you can get a message to our audience via a dedicated phone line. 
and you will leave it yourself, and we will air it a few times, and who knows, maybe it's enough to kind of get the ball rolling again. Just uh, remind, maybe remind yeah. people that you're there, or that, yeah. that whatever services you're, you're doing. We'll get to the point. We'll have the love you hate you line back. But for now, it seems it's a prime spot for listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we wanted to make sure that most people heard it, that we could get to hear it during the, the the show, and it seems to make perfect sense. Yeah, so we do it around 8, and then uh, it'll run a few times throughout the day, and it's brought to you by our good friends at Dell Automotive Group. So that is up and running. Uh, now you can do that now. Hi, Pierre. Good day. How you doing today? Good, thank you. Good. Uh, you're wearing a shirt that says, "What is it? Philadelphia Foxtrot." Fox oh, yeah. get down. Yeah. Get down. Good band. Yeah. Local guys. Okay. It hey, was your intern, wasn't he? No, no. no, no. You're thinking Mo Lauda. Mo Lauda and the Humble it was a different okay. uh, and the band. Okay. That's a cool logo. I like yeah, that. It is a cool logo. Wow. Yeah. How you doing today, man? I'm doing well. I love what you're doing with this um, because I've been encouraging folks. You know, if they if they need a Free plug to write me a workforce block, yeah. um, you know, and yeah. uh, give you some uh, some love on the air. But this is a wonderful thing. Um, I remember some time ago when the economic crisis was not the current one, but the, the one before. Uh, and you guys did a, a segment one day where you were offering where if anyone had a job, they could call in. It was like a little job fair on the air. It was so cool. Um, yeah. Just another example of how you help the community. So good stuff. Well, I think actually it's going to air a couple of times during the day. It might even be airing yeah, later during oh, your show oh. as well. Yeah. So oh, it's not, I didn't know that. So okay. it starts off with us. We just took the segment. But but Bill and everybody was so enamored of it. The idea was let's get this on throughout the day. Love that. Yeah. Okay. So everybody uh, will, will get a shot at airing those. Right, yeah. right. Good. Very cool. Yep, so it starts today, so hopefully some calls are coming nice. in. We'll find out tomorrow. Um, letter of the day? Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter? G as in good. All right, and it's going to be good to win $300, will it not? And we do that tomorrow. We are going to give that away, so get yourself set. Uh, but... <laughs> Pierre's got more than that to give away today. That's right. No sad dough. Yeah. Because I have uh, two times at noon and two to give away money. And Jackson has it at 4 and 6. And even Jackie Bam Bam has it at 8 p.m. Uh, to give away money for uh, the No Sad Dough, 500 bucks. So that's cool. Also, uh, you've been mentioning Dave Grohl's birthday. We'll have a workforce block, of course. And I think we'll play that new single, too. I think we have that. Uh, Pat Benatar had a birthday on Sunday. I've been wanting to get a block of Pat Benatar on for a long time. Excellent. Pat Benatar is great stuff. Great stuff. Yeah. We used to play her very heavily, much like we'd play, you know, um, Taylor Momsen and the pretty yeah. reckless these days we would play pat benatar in those days and uh so we'll play a block of pat and uh caleb follow birthday is also today of kings of leon so uh the fighting kings of leon we shall play is the nice. name of the pat benatar we belong is that this the yes. we belong, i love that yes. song yes it's a great song the other yeah. one is step inside step this way no that's you that's and hey. me babe you and me babe hey hey hey, hey. hey. <laughs> Just seeing if you're paying attention. What? (laughs) Okay. Uh, Thank you, Pierre. Have a lovely show today. And I want to thank our sponsors. Uh, The Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by Acme Markets, fresh foods, and local flavors. Tomorrow, it's Friday. No sad bro and no sad dough. Yeah. Uh, And we also have uh, Ross Matthews. Is that Ross the intern? Yeah. 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 Uh, From uh, Jay Leno. Yep. He's going to be on uh, RuPaul's Drag. uh... Yep. Race. Drag race, right? Yeah. Yep. All right. So we'll have him on the program, and we'll give. We may. Have, we've. We got a lot of prizes. We may have to do a contest yeah. and blow some uh, stuff out tomorrow. Uh, that's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye bye.
the Breston and Steve love you, hate you line. I'm just here to say the gentleman who calls complaining about Christmas lights, my next message. What up, drive? And I like to listen to Preston and Steve on WM WM Next message. I'll tell you what's pathetic. Less than worthless, no life having piece of trolls that want to put people down for trying to better themselves. Hear you. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484 434 1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack! Sell them for less.